This is season one, episode six of the Money Talks, Money Matters podcast featuring the great Sean and Zach. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves a little bit? Yep. Zach, Zach? Zanza, realtor here in South Florida. Teaming up with my uh, buddy here, Sean, and I know Darian. Thank you for having me. Of course. Darian does our videography and uh, media. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sean Rodriguez, real estate in the past two years, 21 years old. Zach's 23, you know, just some young guys like, you know, chasing. Now, my first question is, how do two young studs stumble into real estate? How do you guys get involved? Huh. Do you want to do the quick thing we do at our meetings real quick? Yeah, sure. All right. So we've been doing these things like we've been doing breath work for like a year. Mm-hmm. I've been doing breath work for two years mm-hmm. before anything we ever do. We want to change our state because we drove here. We're fired up. We're listening to music. You guys just took yeah. so long to set this up. Like, I'm going to get a little trippy, but, like, we close our eyes and take a 15-second deep breath to really get in our state. Yeah, let's do it. So just close your eyes and just breathe in as deep as you can and just hold it for 15 seconds and then let go whenever you want. (sighs) That shit feels good. Feels great. I'm ready. It just like changes your state completely. Too. Yeah. We're so fired up for the podcast. Dude, I feel good now. Yeah. yeah. Feels good, so, right? Yeah. 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 No, it feels great. Awesome. All right. So, how we got into real estate? Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? I'll go first. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So I actually got into it like six months prior to Zach. Uh, I went over to the Kai's company, and it was a whole thing. But I really want to back up first. The way I got into real estate is very simple. Uh, I was young guy I was good at school but I just didn't like school I felt like it was a waste of time like more or less for myself you know you go to school for eight hours and you only really need to be there for about an hour um, you go because you're just l- learning about whatever but you only need to be there for a 30 minute study guide and a 30 minute test so I was like this is just an absolute you know not good structure and efficient use of my time and I felt like it could be worth more in my hands and so I looked for different career paths that I could actually do that without going to college that would and enable me to own my own business in the future. So that was either gonna be a stockbroker or a real estate agent. I decided on real estate because of the networking opportunities and the really just fulfillment. Cause you know, when you, if you're a stockbroker or whatever else, you may sit here and be like, oh, I wanna be Wolf of Wall Street. And then you like fuck a grandma, like who is like the oh. nicest lady. Not like physically fuck her, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like right. you know, financially, but you make, yeah. but you make a buck. But huh. when you do that with a house, it, it's very hard to do that with a home. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the, the process is so much longer. The people decide on the home and they need to go through an entire process to even be able to get that one asset for themselves. And you can change an entire person's life by being able to change where they live. So I was like, that's what I want. And in the future, I want to invest in real estate. And, you know, here we are now. And I decided that that's the career path I wanted to go on. So I had saved all this money since I was like 12 years old. I had done like landscaping, all these different like dead end jobs. You know, everyone's done like the whole like restaurant, like busboy, like career path. It's not a career path anymore, but, you know, it was cool when I was doing it. And and, uh, I went and I decided I was just going to be a real estate agent, got my license, got my license. I went over to Kai's company. Uh, I was there for six months and then we joined up with like eXp Realty um, because it just was kind of like a dead end. I, over at the Kai's company, it's like 100 years old. And so they're like, oh, we're 100 years old. We're established. It's mm-hmm. like you probably like should have been gone like 50 years ago. Too big to fail. Yeah. It's like, no, you're just too old. You like you failed like 50 years ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
and uh, you know, they were one of those people that were worried about like the I buyer or whatever that's supposed to mean. And like, I had this mentor, and they give you these mentors when you first start. And you know, lovely lady, but she wor- she was only like she was you know working for like ten years and only made like forty grand a year. Oh my gosh! And I was like, okay, like this may not be the career path that I thought it was going to be. And she was like, this is the most you can hope to achieve in the next five years. <laughs> but that's only because you're really special, Sean. And I was like, oh, like yeah, it sounds uh, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, eventually, I ran into this guy because I was like, you know, doing different prospecting, whatever else. And he talked to me about like EXP Realty and his brokerage. And I met up with this other guy named Paul. And that's, you know, how we all like have met each other. And, you know, I decided to go with him because I meet this guy. And keep in mind, I'm coming from this mentor who I've been just been doing random showings, random open houses for for the past six months, made absolutely no money. I've lost all my money, lost everything. You know, girlfriend of five and a half years broke up, dropped out of college, like had like nothing absolutely nothing like and was actually like dead broke dead broke and um i I live with my parents but like i was one of those guys i was always too proud to take anything Mm -hmm. so like (laughs) my mom would be like hey sean you have no money in your account here's like 40 bucks for the week for like lunch and i would actually like cry yeah like because like i just couldn't do it you know what i mean wow because uh, you see yourself in such a great position and you're just like why is that happening and from someone that's provided for you don't want to take that away oh yeah especially when you're an adult and you can take it for yourself yeah um you feel like you're failing so it's like you know, I had like actually hit my absolute dead zone, and then mm-hmm. I met this guy, Paul, and he makes you know, like high six figures a year, and uh, he drives around this Tesla and has like I have a MacBook Air, he has a MacBook Pro. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is prime. Yeah, and um, cool. you know, eventually from that, I met like, you know, my true mentor, like Michael Johnston. Um, a few months later, and you know, everything's been just started to work out, started to work out, and you know, it's it's been really great ever since. I met up with Zach, you know. Like a year and a half yeah. ago, like we met at this like random bar for like some <laughs> event or whatever. And then, you know, six months after we got back together and we were like, oh, cool. Like you want to just sit down and just like prospect because it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys know, like yeah. it's so hard to find someone's like successful or not even successful, just driven and ambitious and that wants something. And it's yeah. also just real. Just real. You see, like, especially in this age, we have yeah. a lot of influencers that want to say, like, buy my course. I'll show you the way. <laughs> yeah. And no. I hear you on that. And then just to find a real person, don't worry about their money. Don't worry about even how much they're doing a year. But if they're an actual genuine person. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And like you like hear all these different people about like how they have like oh they're like you want me to show you how to make ten thousand dollars a month of course like, and they make this whole <laughs> secret yeah and they make it they make it a, a secret. secret they're like let me sell you a course for like a thousand dollars it's not a so secret, i'm like ten thousand no. dollars a month i'm like let's just go sell one house what are we doing here and and they they make, and then you know with ten thousand dollar a month lifestyle they're like present all these like private jet and like lavish like going huh. to dubai and stuff i'm like ten thousand dollars i'm like man that was the ticket like yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no i know yeah. so it's you know, it was really good because, you know, I got to meet with, like, someone who I absolutely admired, and I was able to follow after them, and, you know. Which is Mike. Mike. Yeah. And, and we, we opened up a branch office about, like, six months ago, and we're running it. We're going to open up, like, a new office probably in the next, like, three to six months yeah. over in Fort Lauderdale. You're a broker? Oh, and I'm not a broker. We're not brokers. The, okay. The best part about eXp Realty is that you're able to start a team in a branch in an office and own it completely out by yourself, and then the, we have one broker for the state of Florida. Okay. So you're basically okay. able to yep. be, like, a freelance agent with... A brokerage behind you that's not even like behind you it's just like for like insurance and you know got it things yeah. like that so 
you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I work with a lot of investors, a lot of developers up north. They're coming down here. I help buy uh, investment properties that just put up a quadplex, you know, for like 1.1, like this Tuesday. Million dollars. Yeah, million dollars. I took the photos for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, just that's that's really who my clients are right now, just investors and like developers yeah. and stuff. And so uh, I, I do like some like residential and stuff, but. That's that's more or less what I'm working on. King of Lake Worth Beach. Uh, Lake yeah, you grew up in Lake Worth, right? I grew yeah, I grew up Hell in Lake yeah. Worth. How does that feel like being able to like almost take over Bro, where you started? The so thing was is this is like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I grew up in Lake Worth and a year ago I went to like my house. Literally it looks like Shrek Swamp. Like, like <laughs> it is absolutely fucked. Like I live in like this like little townhouse, like this we're gonna go down a whole nother rabbit yeah. hole like after, like <laughs> oh, but yeah. like I'll just finish my thought. Like I, w- I went down uh, to my house and it looks like literally Shrek swamp like the whole house was like absolutely fucked mm. like the like it had mold on the actual fences outside oh and it gosh. was just like torn down and just like a piece of shit and um you know i think about like what it took for my mom to like uh, you know even let us live there and you know now i live over like in a condo like in a high rise in like you know city place it's mm. like and now i'll be able, like now i'm able to like provide and take my mom out you know, I didn't do things for her and like go on these like different adventures and go on these like, different trips and like meet all these great, amazing people. Like get to be on a talk- podcast with you guys yeah. is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like life is just totally different, but it's, it's, it's so awesome. would you consider your mom being your why? Cause I, I feel like everyone has oh, a why. Man. Oh, oh, so yeah. we were talking, about we were talking that. about that today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my why this year is to put a hundred grand in my mom's account. Okay. Um, the, the thing is about my mom is like, she's such a great woman. Like I grew up, Without a dad, my mom, my my mom, my dad got divorced when I was like seven weeks old, and like whenever he was around, he was like super, just not the best guy, mm-hmm. and um, you know she had different partners, and they were just like not the best people. So like that's who I was always around. But my mom was always just like a very bright light in my life. She used to pay for preschool for me with like food stamps for gallons of milk. Wow! Like you know what I mean? Like mm. she's that's amazing. Like she, like is just the best woman ever like she was a, she's a hairdresser for the past 40 years she's like you know right now like i just i just need to get her out because she she's had carpal tunnel like it feels i think she has like carpal tunnel on her wrist for like the past few years and like yeah. her ankles are shot you know she's standing on her feet all day long working and like just trying to like hustle work a business like we talked about it the other day like i'm, sh- I'm not trying to like jeez. Oh, so I'm not trying to put out like too much like certain information, but my mm-hmm. I found out like how much my mom had in like her like retirement, and like I was like, what the fuck? Because like she it's it's just nothing. Like it's just not enough for me to like justify being her son and like making yeah. that okay. Like yeah. like, and you know she needs to retire in the next like three. But well, this years. brings up a big topic where That's huge. Yeah. where we always learn is you have to help yourself before you help others. Yeah, one hundred percent. Even though like we all have those goals, where we want to like retire our parents super early and do different things like that. Um, you can't jump ship too fast, and I, like you, I'm glad you understand that too because I've heard stories time and time again. It's like, yeah. you know what? I made my first 40k, yeah. boom, here, and then they're <laughs> yeah. just like back to ground zero. Yeah. And it's like there, there's steps you take for sure. Yeah. How am I gonna like my whole thing is like, I in order to give her 100 grand, that means I have to make 400. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. Like, it's, it's just what it has to be. Like, if not, then I can't give that, I can't give you 250 in the next year. It's yeah. like the airplane yeah. rule, you like you know when you're yeah. put your mask yeah, on. Yeah, you put your mask on so you can help the other people. Just yeah. make sure you feed yourself first. And this guy is so dedicated to his mom. He has his mom as a 
air freshener, her face <laughs> air freshener <laughs> in his car. And then this guy kicks his feet up in the office. I see his mom on his socks. I'm like, damn. Dude, that's legit. You yeah. are like legit. <laughs> a great guy. <laughs> well, to be fair, she got those things for me. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wear them. I don't though. want you to think like I just like printed so, this shit out. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I do love her. Shit. Your story, but so, so good. as not on the mom side, but as far as like the school side, I know you, Zach, had a similar story as yeah. far as um, going about school, not enjoying it too much, finding real estate. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Talk about that a little so bit. did you finish? Is that all? Man, we're, we're good. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, geez. All right. So, uh, you know, having childhood, all this, all that, parents, divorce, blah, 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 you know, whole fucking 10 yards. Um, <laughs> so, I get to high school. I'm this extremely insecure kid, you know, extremely overweight, no friends, whole nine yards, addicted to video games, lose half my eyesight. I'm wearing contacts right now because of that. And then, you know, one day I was like, hey, man, I hey, I told my buddy Mike, I was like, hey, dude, I want to throw a party. Like, why not? Like, okay. why not I get my face? So I threw that party, met all these cool guys. And I feel like right then and there is when my life really started because I was in this cave in my room, overweight, playing video games for probably like eight years of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's awful. it was horrible. <laughs> So I did that. Were you meta- happy? Oh, dude, like, uh, well, okay, probably I say, not. I wouldn't say, like, I would happy, say, but were you most satisfied with where you were in life? I time? wasn't because I knew I was overweight. Yeah. I knew I played too many video games because so my mom, I would literally be, in summer, I'd literally be from, tw- like, 8 to 4 in the morning. 8 a.m. to 4 in the morning. Right. Video games. Like, absolutely horrible schedule. Which leads to, you know, eyesight loss because I'm in the mm-hmm. dark and this dark, giant screen. But this doesn't matter at all. But this is how I came up. Mm-hmm. You know, I met all these guys and, you know, they introduced me to this, like, party high school life. And I think that's that's really made me who I was, who I am today. Like, I'm so blessed that I threw that party. Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, so I just threw it. You know, cops were called. I was this little kid, like, overweight, insecure. I was like, who are you guys? Like, people coming in, knocking. Let me get here. Like, probably, like, I had, like... Have a thirteen hundred. My mom has a thirteen hundred square foot home, mm. single family home. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like uh, <laughs> and how I, people were there. Like, maybe, no, nah, maybe a little more. Fit like eighty people in there for sure. Strong. And I'm um, just imagine me like yeah. just like oh my god, like couldn't even drink because I was so worried. So but then after that party, how how are you feeling? I I felt good because I had friends. It was like the I first had time friends. Like, I really had friends, but I did have like the real close friends, mm-hmm. real close friends when I was playing video games and. You know, but I have these new guys. I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. This is like a new lifestyle for me. Mm-hmm. So I start getting involved, you know, start talking to like girls, start talking to all these, all my friends. And it's just like a new world. So then, you know, I go to, F- I ended up going to TCC, not FSU, TCC, Tallahassee Community College, where my brother went, joined the fraternity, did all this, did all that, got involved. And, you know, I really just stopped playing video games as hard as I did, noticed my weight, lost a lot of weight, got into the gym. But I always knew school wasn't for me. You know, in high school, I barely passed. I got like a 2.2 GPA. Mm-hmm. Wow. Probably, probably less. Maybe like a 2.15. Scholar. Like absolutely yes. horrible because I never <laughs> thought school was for me. Yeah. No, yeah. But everyone says like, I think school is like a test. I think school is like a test of how far you can like do it. I mean, you're never going to use anything in school. That may be wrong, but like you definitely use some bits and pieces of it, but not the majority. Like I'm not using a lot that I'm doing there. So I didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. I never really tried for it. I procrastinated it and I would just go in the cycle, procrastinating, procrastinating, 
fail a test and I became aware of that very recently of my procrastinating, which actually came from school. Yeah. So yeah, do that, do school, go to TCC, have a fucking blast there, you know, college fraternity, bartended, barbacked in college. It was awesome. Then I dropped out. I was like, all right, this isn't uh, for what me. What year did you drop out? Yeah, I was about to say. Oh my gosh. All right. I probably took 20 classes. I think I passed three of them. Wow. I had Florida prepaid. I didn't realize how beautiful Florida prepaid was. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. Your parents do it for you when you're younger. They, they did it before the divorce, I think. So what'd your parents say when you dropped out? No one was for it. No one was for me dropping out. Very standard. No one likes when their kid drops out. It's like, oh my right. god, you're gonna go to college. Especially you're gonna... prepaid. They're like, what the oh fuck yes, yeah. it's like, dude, it's it's free. You're going to college for free. Yeah, not yeah. like for free, but you know, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. fund it like builds up money over yeah. time, or I don't know how it works. But anyways, I think I gave it to my sister. You can just hand it off. <laughs> you can just <laughs> hand off your college. I think I did. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah. So so then what? Well, um, I remember briefly we were talking a while ago, and you yeah. said you were. Um, bartending and was that when you got into real estate? Yeah, so I drop out and I'm like, all right, what do I do? Do I go back to Palm Beach State College, take classes and repeat that cycle that I was repeating in high school? You know, fail, 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 procrastinate, procrastinate. Like, I'm really sick of this lifestyle. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. My mom was my like number one hero for sure. She was an entrepreneur. I saw my dad was an entrepreneur as well. He had his big, uh, contracting company that you know fell off and whatever happened I don't know but anyways my mom and dad were both entrepreneurs I was like oh my god it sounds so cool they both didn't go to college which is my excuse to get out was my scapegoat so I got out <laughs> I got out. Like, you didn't go to college <laughs> so yeah I just you know decide I'm not gonna do it I don't take the classes because I'm done failing I'm done feeling guilty I just feel horrible after I fail because I promised myself every time I'd fail that I would do better and I just wouldn't so why do you think you never um, got it together and like really started trying to tie it? so that's gonna be I can say it now I believe the way you were raised is the way you go about life and I heard this thing, oh, I, I believe it's real, went up to seven years old, you're programmed. Mm -hmm. This will be a conversation for later or we can just do it just now. Keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, you're programmed until seven. So if a kid, if, if your parents tell you that something's bad before seven years old and yell at you for yelling out loud, you're a young kid, you're yelling out loud, that lives in your subconscious until you're dead pretty much. Wow. And you don't realize you're doing it. So I, I, there was definitely something that I found out very recently that I never put my clothes away. I never put my clothes away when I was younger. And that is something that went into my daily life, procrastinating my clothes, procrastinating my, my work. Mm -hmm. And that was a big breakthrough that I've had very recently. I'm like, oh my God, that's why I do this. That's why I do that. So once you unravel the programming, I'm getting like super deep. No, once you oh unravel God. the programming yeah. of when you were younger, that's when you can reprogram your mind to do something else. And this is why, like, I'm so glad you said that because this is where killing your ego, or at least suppressing your ego, comes into a big oh, play. Because 100%. your ego would always tell you you're right, and you know. And as humans, we will always have that one thing that we just haven't unpacked or haven't yeah. even seen that we can reprogram. And once yeah. you can like kind of get in that mental space and say like, okay, what can I work on? What can I relearn? Yes. That's when life. Exactly. So, you know, 
I'll go back to the whole story and everything. Yeah. I, I drop out. We'll get into that a little later. I drop yeah. out. Parents mad. Nana's mad. Everyone's mad. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I don't think you should. Just get your AA. I'm like, why do I get my AA? Like, what is that going to do for me? Correct. What is my AA? I don't know. It's half of college. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, there's going to be one. I I hate this line. I, I hate this line. <laughs> there's something that's so, that they'll never take away from you if you lose everything. And that's your degree. Bullshit. Like, what do you mean? No one's going to take my pride. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to take my heart away. Yeah. I don't care about this piece of paper. When people say that, I'm like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. No one can take my heart away. No one can take my belief. And I believe very recently that I can truly do anything. Thank you for that push. I'll explain that later. Okay. Um, Where was I? Oh, uh, you were you talking about uh, your nano was mad. Everyone yes, was mad. everyone was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> so I drop out. Everyone's mad, blah, blah, blah. So I go bartend. I interview at Rocco's Tacos. I'm like, oh my God, I work at Rocco's. It's going to be so cool. It's just like college. Yeah. I can bartend here. It's going to be awesome. They're like, yeah, you're going to be a busboy. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. I literally did this in high school. I'm not going to do this again. So I find Chili's, Chili's Bar and Grill. <laughs> right out of college. I'm the fucking frat bartender oh, working boy. at Chili's. And right. how do you think my eight friends reacted to that? Yo, you're a loser. Yeah. You dropped out. You bartend at Chili's. I'm like, all right, let me take a step back. All right, so I'm bartending at Chili's, and I just have to make the most of it. That's what I thought. I just have to make the most of it. I need to figure myself out right now. I was bartending, 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 making, you know, bartending money. It was decent. Yeah. And my brother comes up to me one day. He's like, yo, I see one of my boys doing real estate. Let's get our real estate license. I'm like, oh, my God, okay. I have nothing going on. I dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. I'm almost a failure. Because <laughs> I had no belief in myself. I'm almost a failure. Yeah. Let me get my real estate license. I think I can do it. One second. Yeah. You keep talking. No, yeah. No, no. So I get I get the license. Well, before that, two guys, realtors, came to my bar. One of them is a great mentor to this day. The other one recruited me to EXP. Um, so they're like, you, you'll kill it. You'll do great. And they brought me to, they really introduced EXP and introduced Paul to me, which is my one of my biggest mentors and, you know, completely, definitely changed my life. For the better and so they introduced me xp i do the real estate license with my brother he passes the class i pass the class he didn't pursue it he's a contractor now like a superintendent assistant super proud of him because he left the union which he was making peanuts and now he's completely doubled his income and i'm extremely proud of him for doing that it's amazing um i always get off talking so like he was like your driving force paul what was it? So like he was like your dri- he was he was he was your driving force, correct? Who? Paul. Paul was the mentor, the main yeah. mentor that I had when I joined EXP. But these two other guys were working at EXP. They came to my bar, like you're killer, you'll do great. We'll mentor you, blah blah blah. Get my license, fast forward, get my license, and sign up with Paul. And then those two guys that recruited me at Chili's left. I'm like, oh my god, like this is how I'm starting. These guys just left me. Yeah. And Paul's like, you'll be fine. And then COVID hit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like these guys leave, COVID hits, I'm screwed. So essentially I just worked for free for six months, learned as much as I can, did anything I could for Paul to, you know, really just prove I could do it. Yeah. Cause I, I was bartending at Chili's. So I had the income, but I worked for free in real estate. I learned everything I can. The best thing you can do for yourself is be a sponge and soak up as much knowledge as possible. And that's what I did the first six months of real estate. I didn't care about a paycheck. I did rentals. Anyone who wanted a rental, I'll do it. I'll run all day for one rental commission check. Half of half yeah, yeah. month's rent, twelve hundred bucks, make like 
400 bucks and I yeah. did it because I didn't care because I knew it had to be done fast forward now I have an amazing I'm under an amazing mentor Mike Johnston still with Paul still taking Paul's guidance which is you know endless support it's amazing and Mike really just has the best mindset let's backtrack real quick so after the six Did months I miss a part home, yeah I, I just want to hit the, the, the <laughs> yeah. one part where you said after six months you're working for free what changed what really got you snowballing to make okay I'll tell, and how, I'll tell you how story. big of like an incline did you start making oh, okay start so I met Sean so I met Sean at the Black Rose pub in February for this exp event mm -hmm. I'm like, who's this quirky little like who's this guy like i have a picture of him in the in the background of a picture i'm like big boss next to paul i'm like hey look at me i'm next to paul yeah. what the fuck's this guy <laughs> like seriously i'm like, like a buck 45 now like i was like a buck like 15. no though. seriously like, and this is the judgment of yeah. people that i released throughout my years of real estate because it was wrong you shouldn't like that's horrible judging someone just like that that was horrible i was like oh look at me yeah you know whatever yeah and then fast forward to august or July, I don't know, COVID's over, over, whatever. And me, Sean, and, and this guy, Vitaly, just me and this officer, I'm like, all right, guys, like, we, I get chills every time I tell this story because we didn't have shit. We didn't have nothing. What'd you have in your bank account? Literally, probably like a grand. I think I had like 1,200 bucks, maybe, yeah. with like credit card debt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And we're yeah. just like, all right, so we need to do something. So I signed up for Zillow. I start getting Zillow leads. This was after the six months, right? After the six months when we finally can get together and finally decide to make money. Cause I saw these guys on Instagram crushing it throughout COVID. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why can't I do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I meet with Vitaly and then Sean comes in probably two days later and we just start masterminding dude, like three young kids. Vitaly's like 24, I'm 23, 21. You just said a huge key. And we just, you start... just said, why can't I do it? Yeah. I think that's a huge shift. Absolutely. I, we're, that's exactly yeah. what we said. We're like, why can't we do well, that? Well, everyone around us, like, you know, for our industry, and like I'm sure you guys know, everyone around us is like 40, you know, like right. or up. So, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you hold your, you, the real break is when you stop comparing yourself to the average and you start comparing yourself to like the above average or the extraordinary. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, your whole life changes because, okay, if you feel like you're like the shit here with the average people, guess what? You're not shit. <laughs> like you have so yeah. much left to go. But it's the best thing ever because you expand your radius of what you mm -hmm. can do. Exactly. Yeah. And Definitely. like, that's the one thing that I love. It's like uh, everyone in my office is 26, 27, 30. And like, I'm 18 while still in high school. So it's like, like, yeah, like I'm like, I'm kind of competing because I have two deals coming up right now. And I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm on that leaderboard. Yeah. So it's like my goal right now isn't to compare myself as an 18 year old in high school. It's to, it's to compare myself as a businessman, an upcoming businessman who wants to be the top producer uh -huh. at that brokerage. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's all mentality and especially what's going on with you right now. I mean, I can just see like the shift just going throughout the whole story of you being some like shy, scared, insecure kid to being some like big boss baller. It's like, it's pretty crazy because I'll say like, I'll go back to the thing, like the programming, like I was programming myself to be this shy, insecure mm -hmm. kid. And I didn't release that until six, really maybe six months ago, or maybe very recently. Dog, it's, it's like an entire, it's just so much unraveling yeah. and programming yeah, and that my, no, my, I don't blame my parents for anything, but whatever they said or you anything or any friends yeah. said anything, it's yeah. still programming that I held onto. I may have not held onto it, but my subconscious did. Mm -hmm. And it was there yeah. and that shy insecure kid goes into the real estate business now. So if I undo that programming, I can be the best motherfucker there is. Yeah. 
Correct. I think one of the best like quotes I've heard about parenting is like, you can't judge them because they did the best job they could with the information they had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, keep in mind your parents like lived an entire different life before you, and now they have a person that they're responsible for, whether yeah. they understand the weight of that or they don't. Dude, that's something I really have to deal with, and I'm still dealing with, but I'm getting a lot better with. Is that as I start to throw myself into the world, I start to see like what a true human should be like and good qualities and things like that, and. I would look back at my parents. I was like, why aren't you doing that? Why didn't you tell me <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. And stuff like that. And um, I had a lot of anger to them, especially yeah. like my dad and also a little bit my mom, but mainly my dad. And it was like a problem because I would say like, why can't you just be better? Because like I was like, growing like at a rap career. I was like, I'm fixing this. Oh, this mentality shift. Yeah. Do that. Go, go, go. And um, yeah, when you learn how to let people just be and understand, they uh-huh. did what they could with what they had and just let that be. You know? Yeah. I think it's a Les Brown quote. Um, do you know that one quote that says, like, if you wouldn't do it today, you're convicting an innocent man? Have you heard that? No. no. So Explain it. Basically, if you judge yourself or judge anyone for the past, but you wouldn't commit that same act today, you're convicting an innocent person. You're punishing yourself for something you would not even do. You're not the same person. Mm-hmm. People change. Yeah. And that was such a hard thing for me to accept, like, growing up, because I was like, you know, I can change. I can always be better. I can do this, but I would never give that to someone else, because I would always expect the worst out of whatever. So because I always, you know, grew up depending on myself. But as I've started to like see that and he- and like heal that part of myself, like I see amazing things from different people. Oh, yeah. Like like his growth. Like even Darren, since I met you, like oh, I'm just meeting yeah, you now. Dude. But like I, you can see the legacy and the jump of gap of gap of gap yeah. to like who people can truly be in their truest selves and it's pretty amazing it's a programming yeah, yeah. it's yeah. unraveling and you'll do it like you don't even realize you're doing it and i notice your growth and your growth and mm-hmm. like oh my god dude you're not the same person you were no i don't think you're any the same person you are yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like dude like changed my name it was pretty cool yeah damn that's wild dude yeah Definitely. Am I? Did I finish my thought? I want to go back to just real quick. So you, Sean, and Vitaly, you were in the room. Yes. So I didn't get. I didn't finish that. So yeah, yeah. we were masterminding. We're jumping all over we're, the place it's today. A, no, it's, it's, all good. it's why we're here. It's all yeah. good. So we we're masterminding. Just three guys. We're like, all right, how the fuck can we do this? Let's call people. <laughs> so we started. We literally download this thing called Red X, where it pulls numbers and addresses, and we literally have a script. In a in a we're in a law office. It's we're like not a Wall Street. Oh my God. We li- that oh room my God. got <laughs> so sweaty. The, like what was the boiler room? We literally the- felt humidity. Like oh there was God. like humidity on the windows. Yeah. We were so into it. So we didn't work out of the EXP office. We wanted the vibes that it was just us. No one can annoy us except the lady who would uh, say that there's who a said, closing. Hey, this isn't. Hey, you don't own this spot. Like <laughs> she'd be like, she'd be like, hey, there's a closing. There's a wait, closing. Wait, so where is this again? <laughs> uh, in this shorter, short title. Yeah, it's okay, a title okay, office. Yeah. They're like, hey, we have a closing in an hour. You have to oh, leave. Oh, you work in the lobby. We we didn't even have the big. Yeah, we worked in the <laughs> lobby. We didn't even have like the big room. We yeah. had the small like. The hey, like this closing is probably like a hundred thousand dollars room. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah like it happened. So we were in there masterminding, writing the scripts. And, you know, just doing our thing. And, like, once we got com- – I think it was so much that we did when we got comfortable on the phone. We got comfortable with real estate. We knew what to say because we were following a script. And every time someone got off the phone, I'm like, all right, Vitaly, you go. Call. Okay, you can do this, 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 this. Because you can only see right here. Oh, so the three of you were just like – You literally don't oh, know oh, what you're doing. You, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. not know what you're doing wrong until someone tells you. And if you can't accept 
that constructive nope. criticism, you're, forget you're about it. You're, you're yeah. What are you going to do yeah. with your life? Like, seriously, if you want to improve and be a, be a better human, listen to people that care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keyword, care about you. Care, care about you. Know better than you. And know yeah. and take it. Yeah. Don't be offended, but really just take it and process it, process it so you don't program the wrong things. Correct. Yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, whatever. Yeah, because um, you all know those, we always yeah. know those people that you'll tell them something, they'll change their whole personality tomorrow. Exactly. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. Exactly. Or they'll resent you for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's funny, it's funny you say that because I unraveled my programming probably two weeks ago in Austin. I'll get to that story later. And people now are like, dude, you have the biggest ego ever. I'm like, no, I don't have a big ego. I care about myself now. I never loved right. myself. Yeah, yeah. But I'll get on that later. Mm-hmm. We, were in the, we were in the boiler room doing this, scripts, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. That's actually something we're trying yeah. to stop him from doing. Yeah. I, I say, like, blah, blah, blah all the time because yeah. it's just, like, I'm like, oh, like, that part of the conversation doesn't matter. Like, we'll just skip forward. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. we're filler words in our programming. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. talk about that shit all day. Yeah. Filler words. Yeah. Wait. Um, Programming like the Matrix. There okay. <laughs> the Matrix. Like, I'll get in that in a little bit. But anyways, yeah. um, Boiler Room, we start closing deals. Somehow, like, I closed a Zillow lead. I'm like, oh, my God, I just got $6,000. What the a Fisbo? No, a Zillow lead. I actually did close a Fisbo probably two months after that. I'm like, oh my God, I just got a close Zillow lead. I got $6,000. And then Sean starts closing things. And Vitaly closes up, tell him for like four fifteen. I'm like, oh my God. And like, keep, keep in mind, like these leads are not like, the, like the Zillow lead is like the one case scenario, but these leads are like shit. Like these are garbage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, throw we, the trenches at that. Like literally we're not even paying for the program that gives you leads that says, Hey, these people tried to buy or tried to sell or anything mm-hmm. like that. We're literally taking an area and we're saying, Hey, oh, yeah. you live on a block that. and uh, these 20 houses are on a block. Hey, randomly at a block. Do you want to sell your house? <laughs> Yeah. No way. We literally said. That's, that's, they said yeah. We literally say that's what that's what we're doing. <laughs> you, go, you go through five thousand people, someone's bound to say yeah. It's like, so good. Like, it's a numbers game, it, baby. We, yeah. And it was so good for the scripts though, because the whole thing about sales and like you know anyone who's like in a business or like has done like more you know relationship sales knows this. Like the fuck, you don't have a product. You don't have anything you could really give them. Like you know what I mean. Like even if you do have a product, if I'm selling you this mug, I'm selling you this mug based off my relationship with you and your comfortability with me. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that we actually have of value so being able to talk to as many people as possible that was everything yeah because you just were able to build the confidence because if i can't sell myself how can i sell you mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was, it was just one of, it was definitely one of the big game changers yeah and it's so funny because we didn't know about this mindset thing oh, that we're thing. doing now we just had all this words oh we just had these <laughs> words and we didn't realize like what we did when we were younger projected us then but i'll i'll like explain like we literally called these people and said, hey, do you want to sell your house? <laughs> <laughs> like, this house just sold at this price. It's pretty amazing. Do you want to sell? Yeah. And it was probably the wrong script and we were saying the wrong things, but it felt good because we felt like real estate agents. Yeah. Because yeah. all we were doing were, were rentals and we didn't, we wanted the big bucks. We wanted to do sales. We wanted to help people. Like we probably weren't thinking about helping at that time. We were like, oh my God, money, money, money. Let's close shit. But now- but now it's just like, oh my god! Like when this person closes on the house and the smile on their family, awesome. and when I can tell the seller that they're gonna net this amount of money, and they're like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah," and it, it means so much more than a commission check. Yeah, it literally the worst part of a transaction now is when it closes, because like, I, 
god. I'm actually closing in like eight days. It's like so. It's like I'm like I, I can't be more excited. And you're I don't want you to get my hopes up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Literally, that will be the best part for you at that time. But yeah. As you do more and more, like you know, you you've been what like five or six under contract, eight under contract. Like I've been ten under contract. Like he sold like you know. Mol- like what like probably like three million or two million in a month or whatever yeah. else like just a large amount of volume yeah so you know you love you end up like loving the game so much that when it ends and even if you get paid your reward it's like what the fuck i'm like you know it's i don't like get- what do i do next well not even what i do next but like the game is gone fuck now i gotta restart you yeah. know what i mean and it's and it's not about the resetting but it's like you just gotta fall in love with it man yeah and like it w- and when you have to reset it's like Okay, cool. So like that's part of the game as well, and so it's learning that that's part of the game, not just being like shit. What do I do? You know. So I'll yeah. mention like a like a Ryan Serhant quote that I love. It's just like I love it's, Ryan it's not a quote. It's not a quote, but it's something that he says. I've read his book like I've read his first book like twice, second book like four times already. It's just like such great knowledge. I don't think. I mean, never mind. Forget about that. But it's how many balls can you keep in the air? Yeah. If you, it's. One drops, another one comes up. One drops, and you have three in the air. And one, when one drops, you're not so stuck to that ball yeah. because you have five in the air. So when when we were doing this, and I still think about it to this day, how many balls can I get in the air? Because if one drops, I'm not so attached to that ball. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a horrible thing. Someone gets out of escrow, you know. But we'll yeah. find them another house, and we'll do another transaction. People are so worried about the money, and you know, it's just like they're so yeah. connected to that one deal. And There's so many. So is that, I, I, yeah, I was gonna yeah, keep go that on to like the yeah, next add on to it. Like the added part of that is not to look down when the ball drops. Yes. Don't sit there and worry about oh, this person dropped out of escrow. You know, fuck, like I just lost ten thousand dollars. You never had the money. Never had. You it. never yeah, had it. It was never in your bank account. Like we don't get paid on a W two. We and either perform and, yes. and it closes or it doesn't. Or the or you know, in certain situations, you can only do as much as you can. So if you sit here and beat yourself up about it, understand you're taking away from the time that you could be helping someone else get what they want. Correct. And if you help them yeah. get what they want, then obviously you get what you want. And that's and it all works out. Yeah, that's like people just looking at a client. You meet a client as a buyer, and you're like, "Hey, you're a paycheck." No. It's it's so wrong. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of people in the industry that do that. So would you say that that's what really separated you guys from like a typical agent? That's what really snowballed you into. Yeah, definitely. Caring and giving a shit is definitely. Give like, a shit and care and don't worry about people, about the paycheck. Don't, like, wor- don't even worry about the outcome. You know what I mean? Like if, if you go and I'll, I'll give an example. So two or three weeks ago, I showed around this woman for a, literally a thousand dollar rental. Her and you know, that means I get paid 300 bucks maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Um, and right now, you know, so, you know, multi-families, you know, single families, whatever else, and, you know, getting paid a lot more or whatever. And I met her one time. I was like, cool, I'll help you out. I drive all the way down to Fort Lauderdale from our office, Boca Raton, and I show her this one rental. Her ex-boyfriend just so happens to be um, a developer up in New York that owns three, uh, like, three community developments in Midtown Manhattan. Wow. Mm. Like, multiply. You didn't notice at all. Uh, oh, I didn't know. You know, you're just going to help people. Yeah. Yeah. And I get a random call from this guy and he's like, hey, you know, I don't know. Do you know Katie? Like she's looking to, you know, blah, you know, buy a house, it, not buy a house, like, you know, rent this, whatever. She really needs help. It needs to be on the ball. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I understand. It needs to be on the ball, whatever else. So, you know, you know, I, I, he's like, all right, well, I don't know if you get it. You know, he's just trying to communicate. He's trying to help her. I have no idea who this guy is. And I'm like, who are you? I'm like, are you? A, her? He's like, I'm a landlord. I'm like her landlord he's like no i'm like 
so who are you? (laughs) 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 What is this call about? (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I just am able to build like some form of relationship with him and also explain to him like, Hey, you know, I respect you. Thank you for calling me. I'm going to help her. I'm going to do my best due diligence, but also I run a business. So like your random call may not be like the best to sit here and tell me how to run a business. Like, (laughs) like just because I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and he called. But you weren't disrespectful. Anyway. I wasn't disrespectful. Yeah. I was. I was just very straightforward with him. Yeah. I told him I'm gonna help her. I did. Uh, he calls me back later, and he's like, "Hey, I have a listing for you." And I come over to his um, house over in Lighthouse Point, multi multi million dollar home. And he's talking to me about you know wanting to rent out his guest house, rent out his main house, or whatever else. And now we're helping him buy a restaurant. Like three weeks later, like over in like on Dixie and Boca Raton. You never know. And now he wants to buy, you know, all these different multifamilies, have more stuff down here. I'm connecting him to other, you know, commercial contractors that I've done work for in the past. I'm going to connect them. And, you know, then I know other people in Palm Beach Island. So it all just, it just correlates together. But keep in mind, I met him who's worth tens of millions of dollars, if not more, most likely more, um, through a thousand dollar rental. Mm. And just trying to help someone. Four hundred dollars. And then also, so when you say we, do you be like, you with Zach or uh, no? I'm like like Mike. Not with Mike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's, he's doing the. Uh, what are you doing? You're doing the uh, whole multi-family with Mike, right? Yeah. So yeah. Li- so Mike's our mentor. Um, I'll yeah. probably give a little bit of a preface to him. So Mike, Mike is a great man. Just period. The end. Just <laughs> a great man. Yeah. Um, he's been in sales for like 30, 40 years. Never, you know, passed like high school, like ever. Like so, he's just been in the game forever. Traveled around the country. Learned Spanish while he's in some other, you know, South American uh, yeah. country. I think uh, I forget where he was, but I like, think it was like Mexico. Yeah, I think he was in Mexico. It was Mexico. He was there for like like a few years, and <laughs> then he just like learned Spanish just from being there. And I was like, all right, cool. And so like he eventually comes over to, um, you know, real estate. This whole time he's been keep in mind he never graduated high school. Has been making over one hundred fifty thousand dollars his entire life just from sales. You know, and. He's always had bigger dreams and whatever else. Goes into real estate, and within three years makes over five hundred thousand dollars per that third year. This year he's set to make over a mil. Like, he he's an amazing human being as well as he's obviously great at you know talking to people. Because the whole thing again, once I said earlier, we just sell relationships. You know, that's we're in the relationship game. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he he, last year I, I met like when I was really started working with him and he became my mentor. He would talk on the phone and he'd be like. That fucking bitch ball. Blah, blah, blah. And he'd be super, <laughs> yeah. super angry. Yeah. And I was like, I love him. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, because, like, you know, when you're first starting and you're going after your ambition or whatever else, you know, you don't know about the mindset. You don't know about the spirituality. You don't know about, you know, the, yeah, like, the stress relief <laughs> and, like, actually being a human fucking being. Like, yeah. that could be nice to be happy, right? Like, as well as make money. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've seen him grow over the past year, literally night and day. Just the absolute most caring human being I know, and is just like, just amazing. Yeah, he like literally just started getting into like spirituality. I think he's been into. It. He's always been meditating and yeah. breath work with Barbara, and you know it's hard to welcome that life into you. Yeah. It's like once you welcome that life into you, you just find ways to cope. Well, not cope, just like reset. Like we just did that quick breath, and I'm sure that changed everyone's state. It's yeah. like if I can do that before every appointment. I'm sure I'll, I'm yeah. in a different state because you're driving, you're blasting music, you're doing this, doing that, doing that. Hey, the, 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 the nice house, sign this. Yeah. 
No, no. Yeah. You need to be at the top of the triangle, which is what we learn. We both do a self-discovery class with the most wo amazing woman ever, Barbara, just to, like, learn to be at the top of the triangle. So what's the triangle? Yeah, so, so like, it's what awareness the is at the top. So there's, there's uh, limiting beliefs, um, awareness, neutrality, and then expansion. So... You know, everyone has limiting beliefs from when you're a kid or from just being a human being. Things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you go and you try to get in line to, you know, buy some food and then KFC tells you they close at 10 and it's 10.02. You're like, shit, now I have a limiting belief. I can't buy KFC, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from that, you're able to release that by getting neutral. And then with that extra space that you have now, that's not paying you rent. You can just go and, you know, develop more of an expansion mindset. Right. And everyone has on the, the like the unraveling the, the inside of them it's just like what causes you to do that what identity that you have and everyone has their own identities you have the i had the insecure kid identity because i would tell her my problems what happens like all right what identity is that i'm like oh, you know that just and she's like it's the insecure kid i'm like oh my god it is so we would do breath work find close your eyes and find where the tension is and breathe it out and release it. And I've been doing that work with this guy. His name's Jeffrey Combs, multi-million dollar businessman, investor. I've been coaching with him since I started real estate. And I owe a lot of my success to him and where I am now to him because he got me in the game of breath work, breathing, releasing, letting go. David Hawkins, letting go is one of the greatest books you can ever read. It's like you're in a fight with like you're in a fight with someone and then you just have this sensation of laughing like it's so funny. So would you say the, the amount of the amount that you produce, both of you, is it more towards just your mental state rather than skill? A hundred oh, percent. I'll say this one thing. A flourishing real estate business is the byproduct of your mindset. Uh, yeah, li literally. Like, that's what I was going to say. I was like, the skill is being your absolute self and being like, just, just being, own, just being, just being you. hundred yeah. percent. Why are you this fake, big baller, egotistical real estate agent? That's such a people see through that. It's such a that's one thing I uh, I, see, I saw a lot when I met Paul yeah. because Paul he's he does pretty decent numbers like really really well. He drives his Tesla. He's always awesome. taking yeah. pain for everyone. Fucking budget. awesome, great dude. guy. And he's not that ego person. It's like all right guys, like is everyone okay? Like how are we doing? Yeah, really, it's great. Really always down check. To the person. Yeah. And then you see that repetitiveness when you meet a successful person. So very yeah, they're just genuine people. Yeah, that yeah, look very, out caring. For you. yeah. very caring, very yeah. caring. So you'd want to work with them you know like you want to work with a human being I, I remember when i first was making calls like before we all got together and stuff um and i'd be like just like freaking out i'd be like, like try to be as proper as possible like i wouldn't curse i wouldn't actually yeah. like tell him about my experiences <laughs> i wouldn't do anything and now now <laughs> like, now he's like now he's like talking to this million dollar investor like yes just like saying the most ridiculous things i'm like sean like are you who are you talking to he's like oh it's my million dollar investor i'm like i thought that was like you're like buddy from high school it's so cool it's just human people, yeah, like, no people like real yeah people Gen like real be genuine don't be this because when i got in i'm like i'm gonna be this big bad realtor because it's cool yeah like i'm gonna get this rolex <laughs> i'm like uh, like no it's yeah. why you said that too because when you uh started you had that big ego taking a picture next to paul and everyone and then now you make as if you had that ego yeah no. yeah and yeah. the work that we've been doing we just joined this danny morrell program 
who is the biggest egotistical maniac realtor in the world. Now he found plant medicine and now he's just like enlightened and he true he was helping people through his mind. He's like, I'm going to help this person, but it realistically it's going to be for me because I'm going to get my name in that help somehow. But now after this big journey that he's had, you should see him before he had the Aston Martin posted up. Oh yeah. He like, we just got back from Austin, Texas for his, um, big event and he w missed his kid's birthday for this photo shoot with his Aston Martin. And then he did, went on the spiritual journey after a bunch of things happened with his family. And now this guy truly helps people from the heart. And like, and it's double it, his business. It's crazy. Yeah. He doesn't even sell real yeah. estate anymore. Yeah. Like he's, he has a course. He sells himself. Yeah. He like yeah. has a course, yeah, true. does yeah. mindset. I mean, what else does he do? The whole, the whole thing is, is that he sells a lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, it's not as far as like bougie or anything like that. Like, Hey, like, I was talking to Zach about this on the way here. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if we could just be happy? Like, isn't that like really the end goal for anything? Right. Like the money, whatever else. Like we come in this world with nothing. It's nice to have a game to sit here and try to get as much as we can. Like it just makes actual sense if we came in with nothing. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like I just want to go home and sleep and like be happy. Like when yeah. I go to sleep and wake up and be happy and continue that feeling all the way throughout the day. And if that looks like me fishing out in some random canal or if that looks like me you know, in a helicopter going to my house in Dubai, like, you know, whatever that is. But as long as that's personal for you, like, I think that's what really counts. Yeah, man. Dude, that's so cool. A hundred percent. I mean, everything he's been teaching us is just the unraveling of the programming. And Barbara does that too, just so we can rewire ourselves to really be our highest self. You want to be your highest self. You don't want to be this fake programmed person with traumas until you die. Like, yeah. why would you want to hold on hate for someone until you die? I'm so curious. Like, what, what's the process to finding first and then unraveling and then reprogramming? <laughs> like, that's like, that's the human so goal. You yeah. need, personally, people say, people say I could be, I could be wrong, but I believe I can only see what's right here. I said that earlier. I can only see, but when Barbara and this guy, Jeffrey Combs, when I started really learning about myself, pointed out where why i did this what identity that i've had like the secure insecure yeah. kid the kid that was you know obviously a parent's divorce is very traumatic mm -hmm. you know that kid that went through the divorce and whatever is the it's like that programming and you just release it and they taught me how to breathe you find it you breathe it out and you let go of it it's like such a process, but there's layers to every there's layers to every programming. It's like an onion. Like you, you release one part of it and then you'll go back and breathe it out the next day. And it's just layers and layers and layers. Yeah. I, I think there's levels to what makes like a successful person. Yeah. Like I would say like level one, it, it, and I think it all just has to come down to stress, like how you handle stress, like level one just means you have a high capacity. You're either born with it. You make it ha like you experience it and you just create a high capacity or you don't. And then your ability to focus with that stress. Yeah. So, you know, level one is just being able to have a high capacity, have a big bank worth of being able to hold stress. Level two is being able to understand how to deposit and withdraw the stress. Um, so where you can take away, you know, your stress by doing certain activities, whether that be meditating, journaling, affirmations, things like that. The most successful people have, got, have gotten so good at level two at withdrawing the stress from their life and depositing extra things that actually, you know, preferred thoughts that are positive, expansive, happy, 
that they're just maintaining. They're, you know, why they're at their job. Do you think, I mean, Elon Musk, yeah, of course he's probably stressed, but do you think he's really stressed on his real vision? Like when he really goes to work, like you don't think he's not happy to go to work for like a hundred hours a week mm-hmm. on a true level. If you took that away from him, he'd probably freak out. And yeah. not just because the fact is that he would freak out and break as a person, but also because like that's just who he is. He's living his true ideal of what he yeah. wants to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really, you know, the hierarchy. Yeah. I just want to say just for, you guys don't have to, you don't have to, but just for the flex, <laughs> I want to know, obviously you start like from nothing. Yeah. What is your like monthly average now? It's so like off and on. It's so funny because, well, I'll get into my average, but it's so funny. Well, like medium. Huh? No. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say this first. It's so funny because Sean, I'll be like, Sean, I'm having a fucking sick month right now, <laughs> dude. And then he's like, fuck, I'm having such a horrible month. And then like the next month I'll be like. This is the worst Dude, month this is, I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. And he's like, bro, I just closed like 50K gross. I'm like, oh, oh and it's because like, our business is like so opposite. It's so funny because so? we yeah. just, we just do this. I think it's just me or it's you or it's every realtor in the world. Like you're building up all this momentum. You have 10 under contract, you have eight under contract. It all closes. Mm-hmm. And then that month it closes. You're not creating new business. So the next month you're slow. So yeah. Is that your weak point now that you're working on? Oh, for sure. There's yeah, so yeah. many parts that we're working on. It's so funny, but of course, yeah. I'll get, I'll get, we, I, I think my biggest month was like 60 K gross. Yeah. yeah. And how old are you? 23. And yeah. what would you say is your I, biggest I, month? I'd probably say my biggest gross was like 50 K yeah. and you know, obviously 21. I, I, how, how would you express this land? Like I, I just, I, I feel like. Jesus. So cool. It's just, it's insane. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah, fucking insane. It's so yeah. Because you don't, once you start making so a certain weird. amount of money, you forget at all what it means. Yeah. Like, 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 it's stop, like, stop. No, it's so weird. Like, 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 you tell people and you're like, yeah, 50 grand. But keep in mind, we sell things for millions of dollars a month. Correct. So it's like 50 grand. It's like, all right, well, that was a sliver of whatever we sold. You know what I mean? So yeah. you don't really think of it as, you're a, seeing as a big deal. Multi-millions every oh, month. Basically. Oh, for I've, sure. Oh, definitely. Hands down. Millions. So like you don't even think about how big of a concept it is. And then you're like, shit. Like, yeah. Like my, so my mom made weird. like 40 grand last year. I was like, fuck. I was like, made it less month. I was like, it's yeah. I really but, thought like a hundred grand was so much money. And it's like, wait, like we don't have a box around us. We can do millions of dollars. Oh, like, but the only thing that stops us is our mind. The six inch, yeah. six inches between, between whatever the eye. right here. Yeah, this is what stops you from making a million dollars in free enterprise yeah. sales. And that's what I was gonna say earlier. Is like, um, I think when everyone gets in that phase, you know, you have to be a really good worker in order to be a good boss. Yeah. Um. So as we were working to become like a really good worker, you know, having a $60,000 a month, having a $50,000 a month, you learn, you know, not only how to be like a great employee and then you like, you're like, Oh shit. Like I have so much going on that you just lose sight of everything else. Now we're more of like a business owner mindset. And so now it's like, I dedicate my time strictly to this, 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 and this at these times. Yeah. Like I, like my voicemail right now says, Hey, um, Hey, it's Sean. Thank you for giving me a call. You know, I'm sorry. I wasn't able to get back to you right at the moment, but you know, I answer my voicemails and review them and, answer, and call them back between the times of 1 and 3 p.m. daily. So if you don't hear from me today, you'll hear from me tomorrow. Because that is how my day is set up. Yeah. Like, I will get back to you when I can, but I cannot run a business with with the, I'm freaking out with my like, chicken with the head cut off. Yeah. I don't want to speak on you, but like 
speak on me, like I don't want to be a salesperson my whole life. I want to be a, yeah. a CEO. I want to be leveraged. I don't want to be opening lockboxes forever. I love helping people. I love everything, but obviously I need to take care of myself first. I'm going to do the, do the work now, do the work now, do the work now. If it takes 15, 20, 30 years, I don't know how long, long it'll take. It will be perfect. I realize that every single thing in your life is perfect after whatever happened in Austin, what happened a few weeks before, everything is so perfectly aligned and you don't even realize it because everyone is so disconnected from their life. They're so disconnected from reality. Once you reconnect and you realize that everything is perfect and you have no control over the outcome, that's when your anxiety and stress will go away. What's your definition of perfect? There is no definition of perfect. I feel like that's the definition of perfect. Like That's the like, definition like, of like perfect. Being okay with the outcome. Being like, okay with the outcome. It's gotcha. perfect. No matter what happens, yeah. everything happens for a reason. Yeah, right. and, and then also, I'm just going to go back to what you said before about closing and making like 50 to 40K a month. I'm actually closing on my first deal in eight days. And it's like, I feel like the first paycheck is like the most ecstatic one. Oh, my god! Just because of the fact that it's like <laughs> I worked my ass <laughs> off getting this yeah. for sale by owner on Zillow. Like oh, yeah. I worked my Dude, absolute that was your first ass deal? off. Yes. That's fantastic. That's so when I closed my FISBO, it took me five months to get the deal. Stop. It took me no five months to get the Fizbo because I didn't know anything. And me and this guy just hit it off. This guy was a cool, big Italian guy out of like Italian guy out of like, I don't know, like Boston or no, not Boston. He like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe like North Carolina or something. But anyways, like we hit it off. We were talking about football, yeah, talking about yeah, this, yeah. talking about that, talking about this. And he's like, all right, Zach, I think it's time. I'll give you the listing. We crossed off everything on that listing agreement just to make sure he was in favor. I'm like, I don't care. Whatever you want. I'll take full liability for everything. Probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. But I wanted it so bad. I knew I was the one to sell his apartment. There were five people on the na- on the deed. Each person had to sign the listing agreement. Every document. You know, it was probably one of my proudest sales because it took so long to get and they were so happy because we netted them the most amount of money possible and they got rid of the most annoying asset that they've ever owned. Like it was a rental property and it was just sitting there with a thousand dollar HOA and they were like, I just got rid of this thing. It was on Zillow for like six months. I think your first sale is always your most interesting one. Yeah. Like, like, like tell me about yours. Well, I mean, for me, it's like I saw the Zillow lead and it said that it was being listed for two ninety one. And it was a uh, townhouse in Parkland. So I'm like, what's what's going on here? And um, I call him up and I'm like, hey, like, I know you're listening to this for sale by owner, but it's like, I told him like, what the, like, because he, he was kind of young. He was kind of cool. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, like this property is easily worth 310 and above. And uh, I say, hey, let me stop at your house at five o'clock. We'll talk. So I get a, uh, I get a listing appointment there. Um, then like the night of, we get a listing agreement. <laughs> and then after that, we do an open house that weekend. What? Not like mine. I know, right? <laughs> so, 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 so it was, so it was quick, but, but yeah. everything I do is straight to the point. Awesome. So it's, so, I mean, I have it down to a T. So I'm like, okay, so we'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get photos on Thursday. We'll stage it Friday. We'll do open house Saturday and Sunday. The open house, the first day we got an offer for, it was for 320. Oh, and God, blew their list price out of the park. Blew it. And you're 18. Yeah. So, 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 I, so I, I was like, I was like, this is absolutely perfect. And then we, um, perfect. yeah. And then the, the buyers were so willing to, to, 
to have the home that they waived <laughs> that they waived the um inspections and they waived appraisals Damn. and they paid 40 grand over and that was the best feeling in the world huh and i mean uh, at least for me because it's like i mean if you peel back the layers like like what the fuck do i know about real estate yeah like like you don't know i got my license anything. two weeks ago what the hell do i know yeah. yeah so it's like i mean it's just for you guys and you guys know this it's 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 confidence game. And that's motivating for us, that's too. Fun. Yeah. Because what I'm thinking in my head right now, let me go call a fucking Facebook. Yeah. Like, do I'm it. thinking the same thing. I do that. I do that. I do that every day for an hour. I'm thinking that. Every day for an hour. So yeah. it's like I structure my day Monday through Friday every day yeah. for an hour. Yeah. And then I door knock basically every day for an hour. That's fantastic. So. Oh, man. It's, it's a hustle. I mean. Yeah. My, my first deal. But like, wow. see, that's like a that's a unicorn, you know, like. You never would have thought like, holy shit! So like, there's an underpriced Fizbo. What the fuck? Like that that never happens. You know what I mean? Like true. Like, like great. You like you did it. But it's like that's that's like the whole thing. I think I, I hear about everyone's first deal. It's always like some random crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you took, oh, you yeah. took like a Fizbo yeah. and you're like, hey, I can sell your house for more. Like and I can like sell your house for like forty grand more. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude. And you did it in like a week. And you've only had your license for a month. Yeah. Like my first deal. Beautiful. I got a call from a guy, literally random call. Um, I think it was from like a referral. Um, I got a call from a guy that said, Hey, I'm coming down right now. Keep in mind, this is seven thirty in the morning, I'm in the shower. And he's like he's like, Hey, I just came down, I just got off my plane right now. Um, I wanna go take a look at a few houses and uh will you go show me? Okay. Like and so I hop out, I'm showing him properties at eight thirty, like that morning and like <laughs> and, and uh i'm showing him some random bullshit he's like i only have an hour and i need to see it right now i show him some random you know properties you, if you're able to see a property within an hour it's probably a shit property like Correct. it just is what it is <laughs> and um he's like you know man these aren't the quality that i was looking for i was ready to buy right now and i was like and i'm so new like so fresh i'm like i'm oh, just taking it i'm just <laughs> taking it <laughs> <I take everything>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how much money in the, yeah. in the bank yeah what's an appraisal what's, an, oh, what's a pre-approved wait you, wait you're pre-approved yeah <laughs> i was like i didn't like for my wait, first what? six months i didn't even know what like a title company was like i was oh like, what are we no. doing? yeah i was like Dog. dude i literally like took this woman out to show her a house like two weeks off paul just threw me this lead like two weeks off my license test and then, like, I show her five houses. She's like, all right, I want to put an offer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I, I, hit up yeah. I hit up Sherry, our contract, and yeah. legal legal mentor. She was, yeah, she was like our mentor for the like, next right, How do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, did you ask for the pre-approval letter? I'm like, that's for the what? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I need to ask this woman for a pre-approval letter for this house. She's going to get so offended. It's such a big deal, man. <laughs> and you yeah. just create this Sorry. drama, yeah. this trash in your mind. You're like, I'm going to ask for this pre-approval. She's going to get so offended. It's going to be the worst thing in the world. Why am I a real estate agent? Like, yeah. am, I gonna, am, am I in the business of offending people? I'm offending her money. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I finally did it. Can you please send me that approval letter? <laughs> I'm just waiting for like an hour, two hours, oh, no response. I'm like yeah. freaking, <laughs> sweating, freaking out. She goes, yeah, no problem. I'll send it to your email. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the drama yeah. that you build in your mind yeah. and you've always built in your mind is just so fake. It's just a story they you tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. And after this like big mindset journey we had in Danny Morell's program, I actually put a story in my mind when we were at lunch. Giant line behind us. We're in the cash register. 
ready to check out. It was like a Chipotle style restaurant. They have like two workers back there, giant line. And I noticed that we were kind of like messing around, kind of waiting to check out. And I thought in my head, like, do these people think like we're the reason why it's so slow? And I told Sean about it. He's like, dude, you know, that was just a story you put in your head. I'm like, oh yeah, you might be right about that. And I think I was aware of it. And then I mentioned it to you that I was like, yo, did like this might have been a story that I was telling myself and just being aware of that story and being aware of what you do. Yeah. I think that's like one of the big things being is like aware, being aware, amazing. Yeah. And then learning the process of like how Eliminating to handle it. Yeah. How to handle it or how to eliminate it. Whatever yeah. you're doing. Um, I'll tell another story real quick and yeah. then I'll let you tell your thought this morning. We have our meeting. We have our group chat on Facebook. We always, our group is so fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone Good. is so the same person. We write affirmations every morning. We all meditate. Meditate is the most amazing thing you can get. You can explain transcendental meditation very oh, soon. Oh, I want to hear about yeah, that. Oh yeah, my gosh, this guy yeah, is good. like enlightened. Like, like amazing. Not as many hands. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? You were talking about our team. You were saying our team, our is, team really is so <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And I honestly lost my train of thought. Truthfully. No, you were saying the Danny Morell, and then. Uh, things that you learn and then your team and then the morning meetings. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. I'll get back to it. The morning meetings. I was explaining how perfect our team is. Team's really perfect. Um, that I texted them. I'm running late. Traffic is there's so much traffic. Mm-hmm. I'm like 10 minutes late. There's uh, guys. There's so much traffic. Then I just, right when I sent that text, I was like, the traffic's not the fucking reason why I'm late. The reasons why I'm late is because I extended my workout longer than it should have been. And I snoozed one time. Why the hell am I making excuses? Yeah. Unraveling the programming. And that goes to your real estate business. Why did I procrastinate writing this offer this for this person? Why did I procrastinate this? Why did I procrastinate that? And it's just unraveling and being aware is how you get rid of all these problems that people have in their life. And when you're when you have this victim mentality that everyone's, you know, everyone's just like, like you're right, like everyone's so wrong and you know. Once you release that mentality, I think you'll be all right. So I think it's so funny because, like, you know, it's so simple. Like, and how you do one thing is how you do everything. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. <laughs> like it's the, so true, though. It's, it's, it's so, so true. true. Like, yeah. And and that's why it's that's why it's so important. Like, I talk about stress a lot because, like, I was just stress ridden. I thought that's what like life was. I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Like, I was just, proud of my stress. At I was proud yeah, of my yeah, stress. I yeah. have anxiety. Yeah. yeah, I was like, put a badge on yeah. me. <laughs> like, was, yeah, like, anxiety. Look how much I can this handle. is awesome. Like, why do I have to handle anything? What the? I've fuck? been in this. I've <laughs> yeah. been in the office from eight to eight. What? Take my badge. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, what? just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, it, you have these revelations. You know what I mean? Like. You like little things, little conversations, you know, you learn one big sentence and that, and that's, you know, the grander picture. You're like, okay, like maybe I can be enlightened. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like some SpongeBob rainbow shit. And, <laughs> but then, you know, it's, it's the little moments, the little conversations that you have with the girl at like Chipotle. That's like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I've just been having such a stressful day, blah, blah, blah. Oh now I feel gosh. so much better. And she says like one small thing. And it changes your entire perspective. And you can appreciate that one little thing so much more. And it changes your entire life. And it happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, and it's it's amazing. Like, like, and that, and those are like the little moments. And that, those will be the shifts. You know, sometimes you're going through a growth phase, whether it be a money or your business or whatever else. Other times you're growing as a person. And a lot of times it's hand in hand. Um, I would probably say for like 
my second quarter and stuff, it was like I, my business was like just taking off. Now, like uh, I would say, or my my first quarter, my business was just taking off. Second quarter, I did, re- I did pretty good, did really good, but uh, my but mostly it was just like mental growth. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was mental, spiritual, uh, being okay with things, and you know, actually embracing them, not just being like, um, fuck, yeah. Like like I used to get mad at myself for feeling mad. Like I'm like, shouldn't I? Like now I know these techniques. Shouldn't I be better than this? Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. I'm at that place right now. For sure. Yeah. I get mad at myself all the time. When I get mad. Yeah. yeah. Or like mad, angry, stressed. You're like, damn. Like I should be better than this. Yeah. Not because you're not because you're obviously you're better aware. than anyone else, but you're just, but you're aware and you know that you can you can command yeah. a better version of yourself, command. man. But you'll get to a, a point. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I've gotten to a point now to where I don't even judge it. Like you know, there's there's automatic thought. And there's actionable thought. Automatic thought is the stuff that comes up when you first wake up, you're stressed out. If you are, um, whatever your thoughts are, it's like, fuck, like that deal didn't close or like, you know, this other thing or whatever. And it just comes in and you have the choice. You have the choice right then and there um, to continue that thought and go down that rabbit hole or not. Like I think of it a lot as like a book. You know, you can't judge a book by its cover. So you have to let the thought go. You have to sit there and, you know, play through the thought. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to read the trilogy. Like, you don't have to sit here and be like, oh, like, I'm so stressed out. That didn't deal work out. Fuck that person. You know, and also fuck me because I just wasn't good enough because I did this and did that. You don't have to buy the story, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you do want to do that, you can do that per whatever thought you want. It's preferred. And, you know, let's say you have a thought that comes in like, wow, man, I just closed that deal. I just got exactly the type of client I want. You know, this girl was amazing, blah, blah, blah. And now, like, you can like work on that thought and it becomes more of like an affirmation, like journal, like based, like types, like strategy that works in your mind almost because you're reconfirming that thought. And those are the thoughts that you let go on forever. Mm. And you just feel amazing throughout the day. And you don't have to have that stress because you realize that the thoughts that you're having are just a release of the stress you had and you don't judge them as a stressful thought. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, when you think and you're like, fuck, like I lost on that deal, that's your, that's your mind releasing stress. But if you sit there and hold on to that and you go down the rabbit hole, you're actually constricting and you're retent- your like you're creating retention for that stress and you're only letting it go like this mm-hmm. and it never gets fully let go and you're actually making it worse. Mm-hmm. If you just fully accept and oh, feel it, close your eyes it. and hold like when you hold that breath, you can feel the tension in you and you look at the tension without judgment. And it's just like it releases gone. It's gone. It's amazing. And, and you realize that you haven't thought about at the end of the day, like that thought at all. Yeah. Cause it was fully released and then you have so much more open space. And that's what I was talking about earlier about like the different levels of stress um, and how you handle and how you like take on different things. If you it, stress and focus are on a pendulum, if you're fully stressed out, you'll notice you can't focus. Like you can only stress oh. out about that one thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, if you're able to be fully focused, that means your stress is probably not there or you're not noticing it. Yeah. So you, you know, you have to understand that. And so when you think of that as kind of like a barter system with yourself, Hey, like release the stress. Cool. I have so much more time to be focused and be the truest version of myself. And also understand if you're an entrepreneur or you're a warrior or whatever the fuck you are, if you're a fucking killer, (laughs) like you will, Mm. your automatic state, you don't have to convince yourself that you are that because if you truly know that you will do that. So your focus will automatically go to those things. I'm, you know, I'm a great, you know, salesman. I'm a great person. I'm a great whatever. 
you will automatically embrace that and become that and everything will be better because of it guys just dropping bombs right dude. it's Major like just believe <laughs> shit. just believing that you said it you just believe that you're it and you're it and going back to the journey journaling we, you dropped journaling our whole team does journaling every morning yeah we do like five things we're grateful for like five things or three things that we made us happy in the last 24 hours 10 or 15 affirmations and once you write those down and reread them it's like oh my god that made me happy like and that was in the morning you want to program your mind in the morning and i believe before you go to bed i really try and think about affirmations before bed because if you're looking at instagram and toxic things on twitter and politics before bed you're gonna wake up and still have that thought and then if you don't journal and you just go in your daily life and live in this matrix program you're just another one of them yeah and you're just going through it and you're going through the motions and you do it again and again and again and again until that one person in your family that decides to break that decides to break that starts journaling their thoughts doing affirmations and you break out of the programming and have you guys ever have you guys ever done motivators in high school or middle school before what's that a motivator yeah. have you done one no so I if so in my high school when you would get in trouble they would give you a motivator it would say let's say i yelled out some stupid shit because i always did in high school i didn't give a fuck like i always said funny things mm. probably why i didn't yeah. <laughs> i liked being that guy because yeah. i was insecure yeah um like being funny cracking jokes and i would write i will not yell again in class i will not yell again in class a hundred two hundred times i think you started telling me about that yeah and then i'm like oh my god once you're finished you're like all right I think I don't, I won't yell in class anymore. And you program your mind that you won't yell in class. So let me flip this over. I'm 23 now. What if I write, I make $300,000 a year, 25 times every day for 365 days. I'm going to program my mind that I'm a, I make $300,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I, I think it's super important also to like give the give and take of that. Like you, you know, affirmations are like affirmations. Journals are like maintenance for your mind. So, you know, you clean your room once. Everyone has that day where you're like, fuck yeah, I feel fucking awesome. I wish I could feel like this every fucking day. Yeah. And then, you know, keep fucking maintenance with that. Because if not, your room's going to get fucking dirty again. And you're going to be a piece of shit. Two like, weeks like to build a habit. Yeah, build, build a habit. Two weeks. Build a habit. So, like, you have to just make sure, like, that. that's what affirmations and everything are really for. Yeah. But also on, on the give and take on that, you don't want to punish yourself either. No, you want to feel good about you it. You want to feel good about it because um, we we talk about this. We have this one girl like Brandy at like at our on our job. She's an assistant for the entire team, and you know we work on the things we say because it's how you communicate. Is how you should you know the only th two things you have is who you are and how you communicate that to the world. So, you know we talk about exactly like what words we're using and everything else. I say blah, blah, blah a lot. I, I think of it as efficiency. You but, you know, it's not, it's not <laughs> Yeah, it gets through the conversation. It gets us through the conversation. Yeah, but I also, lose you every time. But he loses me every time <laughs> yeah. because he think, because it takes away my even, you know, caring for the conversation because I'm just cutting pieces out. Blah, blah, blah. So if right. I don't care, why would you care? Yeah. yeah. Um, but she says it's weird, <laughs> like a lot, right? And um, It's weird. It's, she's like, <laughs> it's oh, that's weird. so weird. So and, and but, you know, you don't yeah. like – I told her this the other day. I was like, don't beat yourself up about saying like it's it's weird either because you're actually putting more energy to it by making it like that. I'm like, sometimes shit is weird. I'm like, you can say the word. Like, don't feel bad about it. Um, but, you know, 
if you beat yourself up about it, if I say, oh, it's so weird. Actually, it's not weird. Guess what I just said? I said weird twice when I would have only said it once. Yeah. You know, and now and now I have this repeating yeah. pattern, and I judge myself every time about it. You want to release as much fucking stress as possible. You'll figure it out. Just have a preferred thought, or like, like I. That's my whole big thing. Like, just have a preference. It's not about, you know, going absolutely one way or absolutely another way. Just have a preference on what you want for your life, and I promise you that little push will guide you exactly yeah. where you're going. Mm. Nuggets, bro. Bomb, nuggets. baby. Nuggets. Yeah. Bro. Meditation just, talks. Meditation matters, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is really this is a spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Matters. Making a second yeah. channel. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I never thought about that. Like, like, like it's 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 self discovery to equal money. It's exactly what oh. we do. So like that, like that, like that's what I'm getting from you guys. It's like you, being yeah. like being a human versus being with the program. You want to oh, yeah. be yeah. aware at the top of the triangle and you want to be open to hearing yeah. an audit pretty much. Like you want, again, in Ryan Serhant's book, be audited by people you care for and take the criticism and run with it. Yeah. If this guy tells me I smell in the office, thank you for telling, us, telling me I smell. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. If I have lint on my shirt, Thank you for telling me. If my outfit's bad, thank you for telling me. Yeah. I'm not going to get offended. Just Yeah, so why talk. is it any different for like when you're being a person? Exactly. Yeah. And being yeah. aware and opening, you know, just oh god, like if everyone can just think like this, what would be amazing? Well, uh, it's a <laughs> 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 But yeah, I'll go like it's a process, man. And you also also mentioned like the conversations you had with that girl in Chipotle, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was a real story. That was that was like a semi-real story. Uh, I actually yeah. had a very similar story. I was in Publix yesterday, actually getting a pub sub. This dude in a little shopping cart, like the motorized shopping cart, pulls up. Like he's basically touching my leg. And I was like, it's too weird to not say anything. Yeah. So instead of saying like, "Yo, what's good?" I was like, "What's your favorite sandwich?" <laughs> just yeah, just, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sandwich. yeah, awesome, and awesome. He was just like, because he said I was getting the chicken tender, so that's yeah. what you get. And then he's like, I used to see the chicken tender stuff, but the cholesterol is too high. And then we started talking about how, like, we want stuff more when we can't have it. And then that got us into, like, a conversation about, like, the age difference and, like, the mentality of, like, older people to younger people and how, like, we should, like, be growing together instead of, like, trying to have different, like, mentalities. But it was, like, this crazy deep conversation. Well, I'll get my sandwich made. So oh, yeah, fun. I'll get some chipotle sauce on that. Thank you. Yeah. And then it was nuts. <laughs> but after I walked away, we both looked at each other like, what's your name? He's like, my name's Bill. I said, I'm Darian. He said, nice to meet you. We both just went our separate ways, but we both kind of felt that like that's shit. what life's about, bro. Awesome, like, those just sharing moments. thoughts and those moments. Bro. Holy shit, this is like a Gary Vee moment. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. oh my god, this <laughs> is like a Gary I Vee. I did moment. like Gary Vee until he said, "Picture grind, your grind, oh. grind, grind. Everything's a grind." Ugh. Like, well, how gross he, is the word he, grind? Yeah. Okay. It's he, gross. I don't want to grind. <laughs> yeah, I want to be leveraged. Yeah. No, but he what he backtracked that. Yeah. There was one yeah, show. Yeah, go back. Say your thought. There's one track that he backtracked because I didn't listen for a while when yeah, he started ahead. saying that. And then he said, um, grind throughout the hours that you're awake. And then right. he clarified it because he said he sleeps eight hours a day every single day. He's never not slept eight hours a night. He mm -hmm. said that. And he said, grind. And I don't like how he uses the word grind. So I think that's a uh, very ugly word. Gross. But the, but the premise of what he's saying is like, you shouldn't be just watching the football game when you have to work. And sure, you have to take time for yourself, but when you're in the gutter, like where we have been, or like it's just like you don't have anything else, but you need to go up, you shouldn't be chilling out watching a football game. You should no, be making sure. more calls, and that's what he was prefacing to. For sure. So that's where I got my respect back. Because I was the exact yeah. same way. Yeah. Definitely. It's I had to stand up for him real quick. No, no worries at all. I do believe everyone should put the work in. Yeah. Put yeah. the work in, but 
do you want to do that well, until you're 40? Well, yeah. Until, you're, yeah. until you're 80, 70? Like, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Then you die. I was going to say I'm on the <laughs> other end. Like, I, I like, love Gary Vee, like, hands down. Yeah, no, but, you know, but, he's, he's, he's like, the definition of positivity. Oh, 100%. I, I think that, you know, he speaks to... <laughs> ev- oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just you kidding. Know, I do like the guy. He's a good guy. He speaks to everyone that's a beginner. Really you know what I mean? There's there's beginning grinding. You know, I used to go when I was, like, six, like 16, 17, 18. And I'll go to my friend's house and we'd smoke in his fucking Volvo outside that was broken down in like the middle of the hood like every night. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'd order some Domino's. I'd throw up because I, because, you know, I drank some bond water like I was done. Like, Ugh. but now don't do that as often. But, you know, a little here bit more successful. There's a shift between, <laughs> you know, how much you're working. Yeah. And I think the grind is such an important part. I think it doesn't play as much of a role like maybe in our life now as much. Oh, because we still, it's we more still do put in work. No, we, we can definitely work. say no. when you went to you, we were in the boiler room, that was grind. We still yeah. put in work. Yeah. We, yeah. S- we put in work now, day. but it's who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think grind and effort are, are, are two different yeah, things. Yeah, are two different things. So, so I think it's more of the effort than than the grind. 100%. I think it's more of That's heart and inspiration. Mm-hmm. I don't want to grind because I'm angry and because I have to. I want to do it because I'm inspired to be better. And my, like, <laughs> seriously, like, this is the, this is the stuff yeah. that we've been working on in the past few few months like all these bad all these bad words all these words like grind dead debts like do you truly are you inspired but it's true i mean you don't have to work as hard like if you're inspired you're not grinding. when you've been also doing it for a while when you get good like you know you learn so we're adaptive human beings this is what we do we get better or we should be getting better if not we're going in a different direction but either way it's it's escalating so you know as you get better, you had to make less calls. You had to get have less contacts in order to get the same conversions you were getting yeah. when you were worse. So the the effort, you know what I mean, and and that's where the where the different game becomes is keeping that same level of effort when getting the results for less. And that and that's what keeps people in the same momentum. They're like, all right, cool, I've been making a hundred grand every year for the mm-hmm. rest of my life, mm-hmm. and those are the hundred granders. You don't think if you can put from. 30 grand to 100 grand that you can make a million? Yeah. What the fuck? You'll do it with half the effort. But they're like, cool, I you know, made 100 and I'm humble. And not humble. I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm content with my life. No. I'm content with my life, but that doesn't mean I'm settling. Uh, I was about to say, like, the worst thing you, you can ever do is be satisfied. And I don't, comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. Com- comfortable kills. And that's the one thing I comfortable like. Comfortable Yes, I praise for, I would say, my inspiration for comfort is probably David Goggins. Just because I don't yeah. know if you heard his story, but the worst thing that he ever got in his life was he was working a high-paying job. He was he was comfortable with live with his living situation, but he never felt like he was great. Yeah. He was he was comfortable, but he wasn't great. Yeah. So I think comfort kills. I, we, <laughs> we we talked about this like comfort kills. Want to get into it? I, well, we talked about this a few months ago, even like with just cars and stuff. A week like, ago. A week. Or ago. not a week ago, probably. A but month I feel like ago. we talked about this pretty often. A month ago, you know what I mean? how like, comfortable I was, and then I went through that well, shit. Not even just okay. I'm gonna tell them. A, wait, I'll let you tell no, them you about do your it, apartment. You do it. Okay, so there, there's a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as far as cars, like I drive around oh, like, right. like this blue Honda Civic, like 2020. I pay 240 a month on my lease. Like. Really, like I make tens of thousands of dollars a month. If I wanted to drive around like a really nice like Porsche, I could. I just don't, you know. But it it's to keep that same you know mentality and everything else. But also, you know, not to be scared of what what you have the opportunity to like make. This man literally had like twenty five thousand dollars in his account. Huh. I like I moved out with nothing I'll in my account. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. for it. All right. Yeah. 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 So this guy moved out 
were you finishing a thought or do you want me to just finish it? No, nah, I mean, I feel, I feel like that I was going in that Okay, direction. yeah, so this guy moved out. Like 20, 20 years old when you move out? Moved old. out, yeah, 20 years old. He's 21 now. And I see him moving out. I'm like, damn, like I just closed. That's when I had my first biggest month, which was probably 50K gross, maybe yeah. 50K, 50, 45, give or take, gross. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Then I, you know, I paid off some bills, paid off some credit card, and I had 25K in the bank account. I'm like, okay. I have 25k and this guy Sean moved out already I'm like Sean like like how what do I do like I need to move out my girlfriend ex-girlfriend now wants me to move out I don't know what the fuck to do and he's like dude move the fuck out I did it I'm like how'd you do it like how much money did you have in the bank when did you do this drama 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 building drama building drama building asking questions when I knew the answer inside of me all along why am I going outside sources to find the answers that I already know yeah. I knew what I had to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, need approval. Yeah, I needed approval. I needed answers. And I was like, I have 25K. I have a few deals closing. And Sean just says the biggest thing that changed my whole, I wouldn't say like changed my life, but changed my whole like mindset. He just goes, I literally was walking around my neighborhood with like five inch shorts, Birkenstocks, and like a massive shirt just like on the phone, like freaking out. Like, what do I do? How do I move out? You did it. You're 20. And he just goes, <laughs> He goes, dude, do you not believe in yourself? And I'm like, oh my God, a 20 year old just told me I didn't, <laughs> a 20 year old just to me, yeah. like didn't go through this giant change I went through in the past few months, past few months, yeah, month or two. And this 20 year old just told me I don't believe in myself. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, do I not believe in myself? Yeah. This man has 25 grand in the do bank. I not believe? The rent he's looking for is like fourteen hundred bucks a month. I was like, man, you could pay this off for the next two years. Like, what are you worried about? You can, like, yeah, you can like, only put it all down right now. Do you not believe you're gonna make fourteen hundred dollars a month? <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was so amazing because uh, I was just like, I was gonna move in with her, and I you, made sure I could afford it. You were gonna he was gonna get a second bedroom. A second bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I was like, oh my god, because I could afford it. I didn't believe that I could afford it. I yeah. didn't know, and I was like. She's got to split it with me. I'm I was freaking out even though she was going to split it with me. She never ended up moving in. I moved in by myself. Whole another story doesn't matter. But yeah. I I fo- I can afford it. Yeah. And I'm totally fine. And all that drama and stress that was building up before the move in and even before I was thinking about it is gone. It's null and void. Yeah. It's I, I, think you're, I think you're missing a few key points in that Am story. Am I? I don't know. You you tell it. So so also for the rent, like he he was like, Sean, should I get a two two? Should I get a one one? I was like, What are you gonna two two for? He's like, ah, you know, well, what if my friends come and sleep over and whatever else? I was like, are, Do they pay you fucking rent? Like what? Do you, like <laughs> like he's gonna spend extra yeah. three hundred dollars a month to get a two two because like his friends or whatever else. But that you know, it just shows. Also, like you can see how much he's grown from like asking that you know mm. to like where he's at now. Ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, like I, I hope you're comfortable with me talking about this, but like his girlfriend was also gonna move in with him, and th- and then all of a sudden, Fine. and then she didn't. Yeah. And it was all up to him. Yeah. And then he moved, and then we've never like it's never been a thing since Billy. It's like never not, been not in that yeah. regard. Like Except that. when FPL turned off my power yesterday because yeah, I forgot to pay the bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that actually happened? I was literally in my bed like on like TikTok or some shit, just scrolling, fucking loving yeah. life. I'm like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> My yeah. FBO went off. I'm like, <laughs> and I I saw the notice in my email. It's like pay your bill. I'm like, uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> and like, it's not an issue, but it's just like, oh, like maybe I should pay that. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, 
So this is <laughs> it. Uh, that was my yeah. So, so funny. It's, it's it's funny, man. Like it was hilarious. As, as as you like have more, like y- the reluctancy doesn't come to like fuck. I don't have the money like how it used to be. It's be like fuck. I just don't want to waste the time. Yeah. It's <laughs> more of like, <laughs> like it's more of like a know. fuck. Like and that's not an ego thing. Like it's we're not. truly confident in ourselves. And this is the thing. After we did our journey in Austin, should we talk about that? Oh yeah, I mean for sure. I mean. So we went to Austin with Daniel Morrell's program and. He does plant medicine. Mushrooms. Know where plant medicine mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mushrooms. Yeah. You're you're there. You did mushrooms there too. You're blindfolded. <laughs> you're blindfolded, yeah, and you just go into your thoughts. No way. And the things that keep you grounded. Wait, so you take mushrooms and then you're blindfolded? No, you can't. You can't half. Did, did I? Did I half-ass it? Well, no. Like, like Wait, it doesn't sound half-assed to them. But I like think I did it wrong. Like how I think I did it wrong. It's truly the most light. It was the most life-changing. Can you explain the process? It was the most life-changing week of my you life in Austin. Clearly, bro. Yeah, do you, you Wait, it. no, what I'm saying, I'm getting I'm getting to it. So okay. it was the most life-changing experience ever in Austin. I went through a very traumatic breakup. To me, it was traumatic. I was yeah. very and I'm like, why am I acting this way in this breakup? Because I was aware. Like, I'm aware. I'm so thankful for Sean, thankful for Barbara, thankful for your, my mom and Jeffrey Combs for training me to deal with this breakup because I would have, I was a mess obviously because everyone is in a breakup. You're losing, you're losing something. And I really just wanted to, I was trying to find answers and all these answers from outside people. Why, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like inside. I'm like, all right, I know the true answer to why everything. And I trust my heart and trust myself. And everything was so perfect leading up to the journey with the plant medicine in, in, um, in Austin. So that happens. I, release it in two weeks because I know how to release it. Obviously they're still grieving, but you know, it's releasing the main big parts of it. So I'm okay. And so I was going through your mind go when back. you're blindfolded and everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go to Austin. We do breath work. We do, Meditation. we did three days of you, breath you, you work two went together. Yeah. We did Us cool. and our entire team. Our yeah, whole team. team did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what we were like, like we, were like we are, our team is, is so strong. connected <laughs> and strong, amazing. Yeah. Holy shit. What do like, you guys do? Like circle jerks every day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so no. serious. I'm like, like we literally morning. hug each other. Like, oh, yeah. I hug Mike probably every day. We probably cry like every like team. I hug like, like, Sean like, like every like. day. Like we are literally brothers. Like yeah, straight up. Yeah. And it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So everything leading up until the mushrooms was perfect. Yeah. You know, went through that, which is uncomfortable. And then I changed. And when you're uncomfortable, you change. And I felt it. And it was the most amazing, empowering feeling of my life. Get to Austin. I'm like, I'm not going to do the fucking mushrooms, Sean and Mike. I'm not going to do the plant medicine. I'm done. I'm trying to get over this right now. Like, you're going to do it or else you're going to stay here. And you're going to be the same old Zach grieving, upset, not doing business right now. And let's preference to say that it wasn't just the shrooms that got you there. It was the... Knowledge and knowledge then, uh, from sure not shrooms, plant medicine. <laughs> plant medicine. When people, I truly believe that people, when people uh, use mushrooms recreation, recreationally, it's wrong. Well, yeah, after that, that. that's what I wanted to say because yeah. if you're looking at the wrong question, because if this does get abused and stuff like that, you want to make sure people say that it's the knowledge, the breath work that you've done, and the accumulation plus to get better. The so, plant all right, so I'm gonna get to Austin. We get yeah. here. Danny starts talking about consciousness and raising your vibrations and we're me and Sean. I know it. I don't even care. We're vibrating at this level and a lot of America's at this level. And you know, we're my it's so funny, my mom talks about all the time going from three D to five D. I'm getting like super trippy on you guys. 
3D is like the matrix. You're just in this program and 5D is being aware. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's probably way more to 5D and 3D that I don't know that my mom talks about, blah, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we get to Austin, we do breath work. We cry, we grieve, we hug random people we don't know. We're talking to police officers with PTSD, this tall, this big, crying on our shoulder. People with past traumas, breath work, three days of breath work leading up to the journey ceremony. Correct. And keep in mind, there's like, there's a hundred people. hundred people event. in this room. Oh yeah. Crying yeah. and screaming because of breath work. And the gross, and the gross income of all these people is probably like close to like 300 million. Millions like, of just a hundred yeah. people. Like these are like, these are like serious, like game changers, like inside of the actual. Field. Millions of dollars. Yeah. And you know, we're doing three days of breath work. First day cry, hug, this, that, write down notes. We're supposed to be at a real estate this conference. Is, I was like, yeah. Mike, what kind of real estate conference <laughs> yeah, is this? I literally walk out of the, I walk out of my room to go to the Starbucks before I have my fucking polo on. I got my, got my khakis on, yeah. cool shoes, whatever. Like watch this, that. I see these dudes in like sweatpants. I'm like, what? Cause <laughs> yeah. they told us to bring a yoga mat and a pillow. And I'm like, I am changing my outfit right now. And I put on the most comfy outfit ever because that's what it was. It's comfortable. Everyone's comfortable there and everyone knows that they're worth it. And yeah. they don't need to dress to prove themselves. Yeah. I think I'm we, just telling the whole story of myself. Sorry. You want, want, want me to keep going? It's good. All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We do the breath work one day, two days, three days. We get into the plant medicine. Um, we Should we be telling the story or does it not matter? Doug. I think that we should tell the story and then work our way out. Like I feel, I feel like this is like the the right part of the time to tell it. I think it was just like an amazing experience. If you want to tell it, so let's say we get I want to, tell to it so bad. you want to tell it. All right, you tell it. So we do three days breath work. We get finish. Go ahead. Okay, so we do three days worth of breath work. We do these like <laughs> meditation. We're yeah. supposed to be there. We're like, where the fuck are the expireds? What are we talking about? And it's like, no, there's like literally 15 minutes worth of real estate in the entire conference, uh. and, and we're there for three days. And we're going from like what eight a.m. to like eight to six or eight to eight four. to six. We're there the entire time talking about grander picture, whatever else. You know, when you're doing the meditations and you're doing the breath work, you're actually able to release a lot. Um, and you know, traumas that you got there, and you were like, oh fuck, like this is gonna be the trauma that I deal with when I go to the big day. You know, like the Saturday, like the Shroom Day, whatever else. Like this is gonna be the big deal. This is gonna be the big deal. You really saw that shit before you even get there. Then you get to the you get to the journey and you're like shit. Like what is left? <laughs> and, so you, uh, you can say that you released most of it before even anything. Yes. Yeah, so it prepared sure. us and got us grounded because you know when you take that yeah. stuff, you're tripping. You're like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. back and forth between like oh, that was so funny. You're like so back and forth and people can have an ego death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You so you guys had a pre-ego death in a way. So no, no, no. I've done it. Yeah. I've done, I've yeah. Done, we have a pre. We did have. Yeah. A pre you guys had a pre-ego death. death. It yeah, was 100%. like I grieve things. Correct. During the breath work, you get so numb in your face, and Danny puts out these like scenarios, and it's like, oh my god, like I didn't grieve this guy's death, and everyone's the same as me, and this is so amazing, and you start crying in your blindfold just from breathing because the breathing is so intense. Yeah. And the things that I had intended on releasing during the mush during the medicine journey on Sunday, I released it during the breath work. Wow. So I got so grounded before then that that it was perfect on Sunday. But you can tell the story. Like you take away all the surface and things. we're real estate agents. Yeah, we're real estate agents. <laughs> real estate agents do crazy shit. <laughs> we'll buy we'll buy anything. <laughs> and this will better you, I'm buying it. Yeah, oh, oh, 100%. yeah, yeah. And 
you know, you, you, you get there prior and it takes away all your surface level problems yeah. that you don't even realize are surface level. And you get to Saturday and keep in mind, so so it, it drops down. Whoever's participating in this day, obviously there's people that are you believe in plant medicine, there's people that are open to it, and there's people that say, you know, no, we're good. Um, so there's only 50 people going to this. We only? Are, that was a lot of releasing. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. That and was a lot of people. And there and th- this is the best part. We're all wearing white. You have to wear white. <laughs> oh, my God, this is like midsummer. Midsummer. Uh, my is holy fr- shit. I, this I is hate whoever, yeah. if any of my buddies are listening to this, hate you for saying that. But they're like, oh, you're in fucking midsummer. You're going to get it. You're in a cult. No. Okay, but he you pre- guys are describing yeah, people a, marching. I am in a seven-figure cult. cult. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm in. He he, like our mentor says that all the time. He's like, you you think this is a cult? You're correct. Like, figure <laughs> <laughs> cult. And um, we make a lot of money. We you know we're all wearing white. You know, wearing sweaters, wearing jackets, whatever else. Everyone has to wear white, white shoes, whatever. We get on so this fucking bus, right? So beautiful. A, what you bring? You bring a pillow, a yoga mat, and a blindfold. And coconut water. Coconut oh, water. I if you're a good man. <laughs> Did you drink it? I drink it after. I drink it after. Some right now. I'll drink the whole thing. I'll I'll drink a coconut myself. Go ahead. (laughs) 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 And uh, Mike was like, Mike was like, Sean, do you want coconut water? He's like, oh yeah. Actually, after this podcast, I have some coconut water. Oh, it's so good. That changed the game. (laughs) All right, so um, we get on the bus. We get on this bus. Magic. It's like midsummer. And and um, I'm dead. It's it's like this, like, and it's of course it's like a white fucking bus. And <laughs> we're like, we keep in mind, we're all in with this like bus with people we do not know. Like, we are going. We've agreed to wear a blindfold, come in all white, go to a different fucking state, and go in the middle of the fucking we're woods so weird, and take three and a half grams of shrooms. It was not three and a half. It was three, definitely like it was. Th- that is what we were told. That was a lot. Holy shit! It was yeah. a it, it was, was a lot. minimum three and a half. I grams. thought one gram was like minimum. No, it was a lot. It was a good amount. Like I've done shrooms twice. Like that was the most I've ever done. You guys like saw God at that point. Oh Jesus. my God! Hell yeah! yeah. I saw. Sure. Him. I went there. <laughs> yeah. sure. I died and came back. Well, yeah. Well, so it was beautiful. Wow. They take us out to uh, you know the country, right? They take us out to the country, and dude, we were in a neighborhood in the, the country. In the country, so cool. We went through this gate and we go into this barn, right? Barn doors open, all sides, whatever. And we all put down our yoga mats, and he's like, "All right, guys, like, like our guy that's supposed to be there, that's like Danny Morell, not fucking there." You didn't show like, up. <laughs> I just Where fucking flew to Austin. I paid for this, paid for that. I'm doing this fucking spiritual journey. You can't fucking be here. Oh my Where god, we? I was so. I wasn't so mad. I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, yeah. We're with some like people that we somewhat met, uh, but yeah. now we're with people that are shamans. We are there. There are shamans there. We are 50 people wearing all white like, in the middle of a fucking barn, in the middle of a fucking different yeah. state. Yeah. Tripping the fucking dick. I'm, I'm tripping right now while you guys are uh, saying oh, it. 100%. I think I'm still high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's working. I'm still it's working. Was, oh, still yeah. oh, it's so working. It's always going to be working. And, um, Let's do it again. <laughs> we're going again in November. We're doing okay, it. Again. Wait, hold on. Okay, keep this going. I, I, like, I know, like, I know no, we're going to keep going off yeah, track. Yeah, go but, ahead, go ahead. I love it. The So we put down our yoga mats. Um, this lady takes away my yoga mat. I wanted to be over by like the grass. He was lucky as fuck. He got the RSVP. Like, I had yoga mat, the, the best most spot. amazing. I'll tell my story too. Well, how much time do we have? I think it's infinite. I don't know. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. I so love. So he got this go. RSV. Go. He got this RSV spot. RSVP spot. Tell like, me your spot. Like, I'll tell you about my spot. Yeah. I put down my mat, right? And this, like, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, best spot ever. I'm right next to the grass. Like, when I'm high, like, I just touch the grass. I could do something else. So I can, 
do I just feel closer? I don't feel li- like I feel like I can escape. I'm like scared. I'm like, what the fuck? We're in the middle of the fucking woods, and uh, <laughs> like I, you know, I might need this. And this woman comes over and like is talking with her friends. Takes my shit, lifts it, puts it three spots over to the left. Mm. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Mm. <laughs> like, and she's like, <laughs> like, oh, like, I, I was like, I was like, really? And she was like, oh, well, in case I throw up. And I'm oh. like, you? I was like, uh, I was like, don't put that out there. Don't like, say no, that. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's some shit that you can't say. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, it limits. was horrible. It's I couldn't believe limits. it. Yeah. And she just, and she's like, I was like, all right, cool, just, just throw up that way if you do. I was like, don't like sit here and be like, oh, in case I throw up and then throw up on top of me. Like, you know, so I wouldn't freak out. She takes the, she takes my spot, and we're all getting ready, and the music's starting to go. Do you want to tell your story before I get into like the entire? Yeah, thing? yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had many breakthroughs. It's crazy because like my mom's super spiritual, and I'm so blessed that she raised me that way, holistic, spiritual. So I'm very open to oh, everything. She's a person. Absolutely, so open. So I knew everything I was doing was perfect. I knew I was protected because I know you can go down bad routes when you take this stuff. Yeah. Never taken it before in my life. I've I know I have probably like a few weeks before that. I just wanted to try it, so I in a fucking club <laughs> in a at a bar. Okay, it was, it was a blast. No, um, no, it wasn't a lot though. It was like it was very minimal. It was okay. like nothing, but nothing compared to what happened to me. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we prepare, get ready, shamans do the thing, da, 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 and you know, I just start going in, and I don't want to talk about the whole meat and potatoes of the trip because it's very personal to me, yeah. and only definitely no, yeah, a lot of people that are close to me know about it, but not. It was don't go in, don't the most you don't want to. amazing yeah. experience and breakthroughs in my life where I, before that, I believed that I could make $300,000, but there was some doubt in my mind that I couldn't do it. And it was that small, insecure kid that never had any belief. And I got rid of that kid in that journey. Amazing. I got rid of him. He, he Mike told me something is going to die in you. And you're going to live. You're not going to die, but something in you will die. And that kid died. That small, insecure kid died. I accept my body for what it is now. I was always insecure about my body. Always. No matter how hard I work, I was always insecure. And I got rid of that. And I looked at myself in the mirror after the journey. And I said, I am fucking beautiful. I'm a beautiful human being. And all the limiting limiting beliefs were gone. I didn't believe them. They said, when you're in this, they will... the medicine will take you to where you are in your life that creates you where you are today. I had three intentions and every one of those intentions were gone. But I'll tell the I'll tell one of the craziest stories during it though. There was this guy that was getting grounded. You wanna get you wanna get grounded. You really wanna get grounded before because if you're not, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah. So he took his shoes off, we were talking about all the stuff my mom taught me and he understood. We were killing it, we were talking, this and that. So I I just decided to take a picture of this guy. He's out there in the mountains. So I'm on concrete right here. I'm right here on the concrete, and this is grass. I'm right there. So I'm, I have a perfect view of the mountains. It's the most beautiful view ever. When you're, on, when you're tripping on something, you can't describe your experience because everything's oh, so beautiful sure. and everything's so perfect. I don't know if this is because of the trip. Everything was so perfectly aligned, or it truly was perfectly aligned. I think it was truly perfectly aligned. This guy starts doing this crazy like grounding work. I'm, I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a picture of this guy. He's gonna love this before after. I'm gonna take a picture of him doing this cool stuff and with the mountains in the background. So he does this thing, does this thing, has his moment, has his moment. You know, while we're all meditating, he goes has his moment while we're in the while we're in the journey. He went through a lot. I respect him a lot for that, and everyone. It was it was beautiful how much stuff he released. And I talked to him after. 
I'm like, dude, look at this picture. I felt like you were going to do something with the journey. I felt like you were going to release a lot of shit. And I show him this picture. He's like, that is the most amazing thing you've ever, I've ever seen in my life. Like, and after the journey or during the journey, I lifted my blindfold up and I just see this, I see him away from everyone else laying down like this. I'm like, Oh my God, is that guy dead? Cause that's when I went up to go, um, to go pee. And I asked the guy, I'm like, Hey dude, can I go pee? And I'm like in this like super spiritual journey right now, still, still doing it. I'm like, can I go pee? I'm like, why the fuck did I just ask a grown man to go pee? Why do I need confirmation from anyone? Why do I need approval? Why don't I just get up and go? I'm in the middle of the fucking woods. I am in the middle of the woods. It's the same breakthrough that Mike had that he told us about. I had the same exact breakthrough. And this guy was like this, had his moment, laying down in the grass, doing all this. Then I go back in the journey, do all my breakthroughs, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, this shit's kind of wearing off. And I just, it was so dark and scary when I got up to go pee. It was really dark and gray because it changes your whole thing. And I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check on this guy. He didn't look too good. I'm going to check on him real quick. The mountains in the background, everything. I lifted up. My Nikes are right there. Everything is so vivid and amazing because you can't describe things when you're on shrooms. You guys don't understand. It's just too, it's insane. And every color is so vibrant and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this guy's literally doing yoga poses and meditating after everything that he went through. And I'm like, with the mountains in the background, this guy's doing yoga poses and meditating. I'm like, this guy just went through a lot. And I heard it and listened to it and I peed. And I'm like, I can't wait to tell everyone about this because this is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. I saw the mountains in the background. This guy went through it and now he's doing yoga poses and he just looks so peaceful and all the, if I can tell the details, it all makes sense. But that's just indescribable, bro. Like every trauma that I had when I was younger is gone. Good. Amazing, and I'm st- obviously still have obviously still We're have more than yeah. I can heal, but I think I, I know I'm good now. Yeah, I know I'm good. It's a peaceful feeling too. And a lot of people are noticing. They're like, "Dude, you have an ego now." I'm like, "I don't have an ego. That insecure kid is gone. Yeah, he is totally gone. I am proud about me. I'm proud where I am now, and everything to the timeline to the to the journey was perfect. Tell so, your story." <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. You have any questions for him? Uh, I wasn't no, sure. No, 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 go. Um, oh, and then. And there's more. Real quick, real yeah. quick. We get up, it wears off and everything. And I, Sean gets up. He just starts walking around. And I look at Sean. I give this motherfucker the biggest hug <laughs> in the world. I said, Sean, what the fuck is a real estate contract? <laughs> oh, like, oh, great. We look at each other when we're getting up. I'm like, yo, we just did that shit. Because you go through so much yeah. when you're yeah. blindfolded. Everyone, when you take the, the yeah. medicine. You yeah. said, what the fuck is real estate? That's when you, you take the medicine, you yeah. look out and you want to see things. And you have so much internal issues. That's why people have ego deaths. Because you don't battle those. People take mushrooms to look out. And I believe mushrooms yeah. are medicine. Yeah. I go up to him and I go, Sean, what the fuck is real estate? Yeah. Because when you heal your traumas and mindset. Joke. You're everything's a joke to you. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything is a joke, and you're a perfect human being. And 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 I would say from my experience, I mean, you just realize that everyone deep down at the core has a good has a good heart. Everyone, like, everyone is so pure, regardless of the fact. You're in. You're exactly right. When the day you're born is the day you are a perfect human being yep. without any programming, and you know you're not going to be the perfect baby ever. But you can unravel a lot of programming 
you don't need to take you don't need to take plant medicine. You can do breath work and meditation Correct. and get back to that state and be at that aware state. Correct. And it's just it's just so funny because like But this stuff blows me away and we're just real estate agents, dude. No, and, no. You know, it's just it's so cool that we have such a great <sighs> community of people like our team, eight it's like eight people that believe the same thing and think everything like you know it's perfect but i want i want you to tell your story yeah go i i would um also like like to elaborate just also on the team a little bit like it's such an important thing to build a community of like-minded individuals like i would think what you guys are doing is amazing um appreciate it thank you literally because you know me me and zach we, we a lot of times we have the opposite problems like and how we handle it's them so amazing and how honestly. we need to handle them are, are the opposite yeah you know? With his clients, he may be a little bit passive. For me, I might be a little bit too assertive. You know, I may not be as empathetic, as understanding as, as he may be. Um, and so being able to appreciate it for just diff like different things and having someone that can help you pivot and then put yourself back on course is like everything. Mm -hmm. And to be able to create an environment and be able to do that, I think that's like the best thing ever. And being vulnerable. Being vulnerable. Be truly. vulnerable. Tell people your feelings. Not anyone, but tell people that you trust, trust and care. Cause when you're when you have this like these feelings inside of you, just a, I love telling people how I feel. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'll tell you how I feel yeah. any day because it makes me feel good, and I don't want that ball of stress in me. I just want to tell someone. Yeah, and, and it's so funny because you realize how big of a deal. Like once you're more open, you realize how big of a deal being open for other and people crying is. Crying and just releasing. Yeah. Just being real. Yeah. I get it. And, I mean, you realize how big of a deal that is for other people. Because like, like you'll tell them about life experiences, whatever else. Oh, like this, this happened when I was younger, and you're not like trying to sit here and make a big deal about it. Like, I told this one girl um, that I was dating, I was like, yeah, um, she was like asking about my how my high school went, whatever. I was like, yeah, and so I was in you know sophomore year, junior year, I tried to kill myself, blah blah, and you know I went to the hospital, did this, this, and this, and she's yeah. like, and true like, story, she, yeah, yeah, true story, and she and she was like, look at him now, taken away, beautiful, by beautiful. like the fact that I was just so open with it, I was like, dog, it's just part of my life. Like, yeah. I don't really think about it as a big deal. Like, yeah. it just, you know, we're all growing consistently always. Um, I'll, I'll head back to the mushroom trip because I, I feel like it's fun. Like, I feel like Plant it's medicine fun. journey. Yeah. <laughs> Plant <laughs> so, medicine journey. Plant medicine journey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for me, it was a trip. I want like some, it. like, Paul Stamets hype. This guy, Paul Stamets, is, like, a big mushroom guy. He's like, don't and the Joe Rogan podcast, he's like, don't fucking call it shrooms. <laughs> like, so mad. Well, but it's true. I'll preface it. I, I've done mushrooms like a few times. Um, I did mushrooms the first time by myself, and I did it like absolutely by myself um, mm. at my house. And I had my first experience with like ego death. And by yourself? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. And Sorry. Uh, <laughs> puppy. Uh, prime. I, you, you guys can't see this, but there's like the cutest fucking. It's so yeah. cute. It's like six stars. Lots to come later. Yeah. Like a foot long. So um I'll tell you about like a little bit of my past like trips and then I'll and then I'll tell you uh about the, the one that I just recently had. Yeah. So my like my mushroom trip when I was by my by myself at my house, I had my first like ego death and I was like looking externally and everything else. But every time I've done a trip like like plant medicine, like I've had like a revolutionary experience for myself. In the past I was always like everything matters or nothing matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was always one or the fucking other. You feel that? Yeah, no, yeah. I do. <laughs> like, I and, do. So, and um, you know, that's killer. It'll like that'll kill you because like the f the fact of the matter is 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 you know I do this 
and, no, and none of it matters. I know none of it matters because in the bigger existence or it, even in the little existence, it you know just it, my my life just has no meaning. Or every single action that I take is do or fucking die, and that is no way to fucking live. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I did my first mushroom journey, and I in you your know, backyard, right? In my backyard. Nice. Yeah. Oh, next to my fireplace. Nice. And, and uh, like, I went and. I came to the conclusion at the end that's really just up to your perspective. And that's when really oh, yeah. the bigger sentence forms, like, you know how I talked about, like you can have little things that change the entire thing for you, but you get like one bigger sentence or one bigger idea. Um, that was probably the bigger idea for me is the fact that it's just perspective. Everything can matter and nothing can matter at the same time, just depending on what you want it to I be. I love it. Yeah. And the second time I did mushrooms, it was not as, uh, it was not as revolutionary. Not pretty, right? Not fucking pretty. Where was it? I was in the middle of the forest. With who? Uh, with like nine people. That's, see, that's the problem. Bad mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. And, 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 and it was probably people that you didn't like truly like love or trust. The person, the two, okay, so there was two people that were supposed to watch us. There were seven of us taking uh, shrooms. I think I did like three grams. Middle of the night, I wore a GoPro. I still have the tape to this day. Do like, you? Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, I gotta see it. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. Were yeah. you screaming? No, I wasn't like a freaking like. This <laughs> not, it's not meth. It's yeah. just mushrooms. Like, yeah. You know, like <laughs> I mean, if, if if anything, you're like calm. You're calm. You're just calm. laughing. Yeah, you're, you're done. Everything. My friends were sitting there making the Bane voice for like half an hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a little scary, dude. They're like the man who broke the bed's back. You know, <laughs> eventually gets it gets dark out and yeah. like super fucking dark. Everyone's going in their tents. I didn't bring a tent because I didn't realize like that. Where we're going, I, like the pictures look like it was a fucking beach. I brought a fucking hammock. People, everyone brought brought a tent. It's super fucking cold. It's, it's forty cold degrees. And dark, dude. Yeah. And the two people that are supposed to watch us, one is go- is already asleep. The other one's an absolute like basically dick, and um, <laughs> he's not letting me inside the tent. And I'm stuck outside in the complete darkness, like on like three and a half, oh three grams gosh. of mushrooms, freaking the fuck out. Damn, bro. And, um. He said, he's like, go ask someone else. He's like, I can't fucking help you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And um, after about an hour and a half of that, I eventually get let in the tent. And Wait, that breaks my heart, actually. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, that, no, it's actually horrible. You yeah. should really have people. That's terrible. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the worst experience that you could have. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, like, I had so much, like, trauma. Like at Yeah, time. yeah. Yeah, it was traumatic. And, and um, God. he eventually lets me in, and... Yeah, this like, is not the controlled journey. This by is the not way. the controlled journey. This is, yeah. like this is what these these are the alternatives, and that's I think why it's like super recreational important for me mushrooms. To like share it because yeah. you can see my medium journey to where it's like okay, cool, I got something out of it. I was by myself. You know, I had an ego death, but I, I didn't freak out. This is this is worst case scenario. Next one, probably best case scenario. Yeah. So you know, worst case scenario is still kicking in, and you know, I'm I'm finally in the tent, and there's no mattress, no nothing. Like I'm sleeping on roots of a tree right now. My back is absolutely fucked. Mm. My mind is absolutely fucked, and I'm tripping in my mind. Every time I close my eyes, I see all these different visions, and I'm having, like, panic attack. I'm having a panic attack, and I'm having, like, like I feel like I'm having PTSD. I've never experienced that in my life. Yeah. So I felt like I was having, po- like, like PTSD of things that I couldn't even release. Like, I was just freaking out. Like, I was so scared that something was coming to get me or that, like, I was about to, like, just fucking, like, die. I was hoping Dude, to die. Worst. Like, oh I was, like, in the God. worst mindset yeah. ever. This is terrible. And, um, like... And I like I'm living the hell, and like my friends not like helping me whatsoever, and eventually like I'm like, please like just talk to me. I need to know like what reality is because like I'm losing touch with reality. I'm physically losing touch with reality. I don't know what's real. Oh, and uh, he I'm like, please just please keep talking to me. Please keep and I'm just freaking the fuck out. 
and you know, he eventually starts like helping me more and more. Um, and but I, I just can't. I'm losing my mind. And my friend, who's been tripping on like five grams of mushrooms, is in the other part of the tent. He comes in. This man comes out of like his own death trap. He's like, Sean, I've been hearing you freak out for the past three hours, and I've just been in a living hell and haven't been able to use. I haven't been able to talk because he was like actually in hell and he could not use his voice. And so he came in and he and he and I thought I was oh going through the gosh. shit. He was going through next level because he's done this before. So like he's had experience like I had. Um, so I know he's really going yeah. through the shit. And he's sitting there calming me down. To me, he, he has his head halfway through the tent. This man looks like Jesus to me. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Hey. <laughs> and he goes out and, and like Some takes, gym takes my hammock down <laughs> and puts it over me. Um, so that way I'm a little bit warm because it's like 40, 30 degrees out. Yeah. And then like we're in the middle of the lake. Sheesh, bro. And um, oh I wake gosh. up and like it's just a whole fucking thing. I had an ego death, obviously, like after. Um, and for, for like a day or two, I felt really good because like I released so fucking much. Because I was holding on to so much, like I had just gone back, like through like, like an like a bad breakup, and I had like it, like, but also just like past trauma of like myself. Like it's not always about girls; it's really just about like, yeah. your bullshit. And like I not released so much about like, you know, my parents and everything else, and like the struggles I went through as a kid. And, you know, like I, I eventually yeah, the next two days I feel like really good, but it's because I can't feel anything, so I'm super calm. And that was really what I was struggling with prior. My my issue is overthinking. Like a lot of the times, like we talk about this all the time. Like, like my issue is creating com- complexities, or like that's what it was. And his issues was like, and so like I needed simplicity. And his issues was like, oh, everything's getting so simple, quicker, but getting quicker, getting and, quicker, and, yeah. getting quicker, and like and creating we're the complexity to polar opposites. Drive. Yeah, we're such because po- it's so funny because I was like, it's like Sean, dude. Like sometimes I look up to you and I'm like, dude, I want that. Like I can have that drive, I can switch it on, but I want it all the time. And I'm like, Sean, like, how the fuck do you do that all the time? He's like, yeah. that's crazy because I look at you, and I want to know how to relax. And I'm like, yeah. why the hell did we never talk about this? And that's when we got learned to get vulnerable. Yeah. Well, we yeah. learned before to get vulnerable, and when we did that, we're like, okay, we can really learn well, something from each other. We're way closer than we've ever been. Like obviously, like in like in our, in like our entire existence. Yeah. Um, because like you know, you go straight, you're going straight with a car, and you're going into a wall. And this was my problem. You can't like the walls here. You're not you're not gonna move the wall. You need to reverse back, pivot, take a step. His issue was like going back and then like just trying to figure it out. Yes. Like so like going moving back forward. Like, moving forward. His issue was moving forward. So yeah. like we're able to complement each other and help each other a lot uh, because of it. I'm gonna go into like the third journey and like the actual trip now. As this is this was different. Um, <laughs> you know, we're we're wearing all white, we have blindfolds on, um, we have shamans there. They're like, all right, guys, so this is the guy and whatever else. They give us a little baggie full of shrooms. And it said, don't eat the wood. And for me, you know, we, we spoke before we when we did the trip. You're supposed to write down, you know, your intentions for the past few days. I, was, I, I came up to Zach and my friend Nick, and I was like, fuck, like, I didn't write any intentions. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, I'm so fucked. Fuck. And Because um, you get lost. They keep you cause grounded. Because I, I get lost. Yep. And I decided, like, at that point, what I really wanted was just inner peace and, like, inner love. Yeah. That's all I fucking wanted, and uh, because you know you take away all the surface problems and it just becomes exactly you know your you you your intention becomes just your foundation. Yeah. Correct. Um, and so we're doing the journey and like inside of the bag, you'd be like, "Don't eat the wood." I'm like, "Where the fuck is the wood?" We're all looking inside the bag for the wood because we don't, can't find it. I take it out. It's a little wood heart that says love. Oh. I was like, dog. I'm like, this is what I was fucking looking for. I was like, let's fucking do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was his intention. Yeah, that yeah. was his. That's what you needed, bro. That's, that's why I needed self love or 
It's amazing. And it always comes in. It's awesome. It, it, you it cannot, just came to you. Yeah. You, you can't you, predict it, like, the way that shrooms is going to show up. Um, like, when I looked up, I, like, with my second trip, I was like, fuck, I'm, like, in, like, like, it, like space and everything was so vivid and clear. And, like, just, like, stars and everything was so vivid and clear. When I did my first trip, I was looking at my tree. My tree looked like it was changing forms, like, between, like, a dragon and someone's face and, like, other shit. So, you know, we have our blindfold on this time. I don't know what's going to happen because it's all within your mind. Um, I'm going to share my trip because my trip is not as complex my tri- um, as everyone else's was. Uh, you know, they, they start doing these sounds and this different music and all this different, like, shaman. Guides and you. Guides. And you're hearing the thunder in the background. And, you know, it oh, takes about 40 amazing, minutes dude. to, like, get into the trip. And I finally get in the trip. And I start doing, like, almost these yoga poses. Keep in mind, we're all laying down. But I start doing these yoga poses to, um, like, like just the, like the trip and, and uh, my experience. And I'm doing, like, this warrior yoga pose. And I feel like I'm, like, a, like fighting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like I'm a warrior. And, like, almost like a tribal warrior to where, like, I could feel, like, I could feel the actual shield on my arm. Yeah. I could feel the spear tattoos. in my hand. Yeah. And tattoos, everything. Just And I'm just fucking going. And I'm judging myself, and I'm like, why do I always have to fight this? Why do I always have to fight? I'm always fucking fighting. Why can't I just want inner peace and inner fucking love? Why am I always, like, I can't, like, just, what am I doing? And then, you know, I go back into a different state. And I, <laughs> and, um, like, and I get back into this pose. And for me, I feel like a fucking king. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, you know, these, there's these little times to where you're, like, r- r- like remembering, like, fuck, like, I remember when I was when I was younger, my like my sister or whatever. Um, I had a lot of people that didn't appreciate me at the time. Always tell me like I was like, oh, I think I'm superior. I'm like I'm not. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm actually one of the most like more caring people. Um, but you know, people will mistake my confidence for something other than what it is. Like I'll I'll be the first person to like take off my like shirt and give it to you. Um, but I was like, fuck, why do I always have to feel like, why do I always have to like think that like I'm some like big fucking whatever, blah, 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 like I'm like superior, whatever. It's like eventually, and this trip lasts like four and a half hours. Um, it was a well, long time. That, that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long fucking time. And it felt like 20 minutes. It felt yep. like 20 minutes. And, um, you know, I keep going just back and forth between these two poses and these two ideas. And eventually I come to the recognition that like, dog, I'm just a fighter. Like, that's just who I am. And like, I embrace that about myself. I was like, I just. I love the fucking game. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, for for me in my mind, like, I'm just ambition incarnate. That's what I want. I want I yeah. want it all. Ambition. Not because I want, I don't want the end result. I just fucking, w- I just want it. You know the what game. I mean? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I just love the fucking game. Exactly. And um, so I was like, all right, I accept that for myself. And then also, you know, then came, like, the more king identity. And I was like, ha. Fuck, I was like a dog. I'm, like, some king I, I'm like, I don't think like I'm I really like I try not to think that I'm better than anyone else or whatever else. And um I was like, no, dog, like I'm just the king of my own reality. Yeah. I'm just and I just thought of myself, I'm like, I'm just king of kings in my own <laughs> reality. You know? And that's just what I am. And I and I take full ownership of that. Like ev- and I was able to appreciate the difference between everyone. Because the right answer for me is not the right answer for you. Because we're different people. We're di- we're different aspects of the of one, of God, of whatever it may be. Um, and I was really able to appreciate that, like, especially for like Zach or something, because as like he said earlier, like typically we're like polar opposites. So I was able to so appreciate exactly what works for him and like who he is and how he is the best version of what he could be. And not just because he works on himself, but just that's who he is. 
and same way I'm the best version of what of what I am, you know. And we're all built in like you don't get mad at a, at a rook for being a rook. You don't get mad at a bishop for being a bishop. You know they're the best versions of each one of their pieces. So yeah. that why is it, why are we any different? Yeah. And so I was able to fully take that in as my journey. And guess what I got from that? I got self love and inner peace because I wasn't fighting who I am. I embraced it. Mm. And I love it. I, w- I was able to I was able to take that. We got out of that, bro. I felt like a fucking like, oh my god, a like fucking, it was like, Trojan so warrior, bro. Amazing. I was fucking when hyped. We woke up and, and we saw each other. We came up. We like just were like, bro, and like because there's you can't even like you can't like, understand. Yeah. You can't understand, but we knew that everyone went through their own thing, and we look at each other when we get up and we're like, wow. You fought that, I fought that, and like we just yeah. did that shit, and we hugged, and <laughs> oh, it was amazing. When we saw our mentor, our mentor came up to us, and he was like, and I was like, dog, just yeah, dog, like, like, stay don't back. Do this right now. He's like, like he started talking to us, kissing <laughs> us on the head, because yeah. it truly meant so much to him, because he built this team, and now his whole team is following his guidance. Went on the went on the three days of breathwork. Went on the three days of journey of the journey. We did the journey, and I know he's so proud of himself and, and happy that. that we're there with him. It's like it makes me happy. Not even that. Like we're family. Yeah, straight yeah. up. You like this I mean? is my brother. Like 100%. yeah. After that journey, I knew there was some connection yeah. with everyone, and it was uh, it's deeper. It was beautiful, bro. It was yeah. way bigger than real estate. Yeah. And the and the fun part is this is that is after um you know we we all we're all high, and um <laughs> I go, yeah, like yeah. we we all start like talking whatever, yeah. and you're like you're seeing the boys like. And, um, you know, it's me, Zach, and Nick, and we're over by, like, the food now. And we're like, fuck, God, I got pizza. Like, um, so, so like, we're uh, vegan. We're vegan, by the way. We're oh, vegan. The entire trip. We're vegan for uh, five days up to it. And okay. then I stayed vegan two weeks after just starting in chicken and salmon again very recently. But, oh, my gosh. Jesus. I, energy, like, bro? when people Ridiculous. tell you that they're vegan, I know why they tell you that they're vegan. Because you need to tell people that you're vegan because the change that I felt in my body and how not bloated I was and how good I felt in the gym. I was lifting so much weight. I had no inflammation. I just wasn't bloated. I felt good. Acne cleared up. I mean, look, this is from chicken and salmon. Seriously. Like. Yeah. It changes your whole body for I the better. I have to go vegan. And you have you have a different you have a different, you have a different perspective view of like of animals. And, yeah. and animals you're, and food. Like you go vegan for a week. You you're eating death. You're actually eating like you're eating dead things. And I, I never thought about that because like I eat meat with every meal. Yeah. Every single Okay, meal. this isn't a pro vegan this is not a pro vegan fucking podcast. Stop. <laughs> but, but, we're not, not going to go vegan but, 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 yeah, yeah, no, but it's crazy. I'll tell, we'll tell you the journey, but like truly like you're eating. Yeah, well, well, it's pretty not, crazy. No, I fucking but like, we don't need to get into that. I, w- I was about to say, I mean, I think it's kind of beautiful that you guys shared your experience. And then also, I mean, I think that right there is a perfect way to like kind of wrap things up. For sure. And it's just, yeah, I just, I'm just again so thankful to have you guys on. Dude, I think I'm for sure, I'm thank so you, happy dude. It's like oh, yeah. I'm so happy. This I'm, I feel like there's so many. More this parts. was a spiritual <laughs> journey within itself. And yeah, it's like, this I'm just, podcast was a journey, dude. Yeah, I mean, sure. we're, dude, we're on some like trippy shit right now, but like we're real estate agents, we're young, and yeah. we're, we're still hungry. And <laughs> yeah, you guys have so much more and to produce. I enjoy yeah. nice. We enjoy nice things. We're in, like, but we're just like our community, our team is just like something different, dude. 
Yeah. And you know what? At the end of the day, you guys are real. Yeah. So, I mean, we're I mean, people. We still yeah. go out. We still yeah. have a good time. Like, what are you so talking about? We're not some like trippy shamans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, so it's not a game. So know? would you guys like to plug any socials? Um, catch me at underscore Sean dot Rodriguez underscore on Instagram. Uh, I'm Sean underscore OMG <laughs> on Snapchat. Whoa. Extra view on Zillow as long as it's five stars. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or also yeah, just give me a referral. That would be cool. Um, but but, but yeah, I mean, or oh, what's your oh, snap? Oh, <laughs> not my snap. My Instagram. My Instagram's my main handle. Zach Pazanza. Z a c h p o s s a n z a. No spaces. Zach Pazanza. The man. The man. The man. The, the boys. The, the fucking boys. boys baby. Uh, Thank oh, you man. so much. Thank you, man. Bombs. It's been great. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Mm. Uh,